listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Don't jock it. I'm quickly, quickly, quick. Diggity, diggity, dig. Yo, drop it. Yo, welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're back in the uh, house, I guess. Uh, I mean, technically it's our apartment, but you know, whatever. We're here. It's the house as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and this Thursday, we don't have Will and Justin, but we have another very special guest for mm-hmm. those of y'all that listen to The Morning Jones. Jones and those of y'all that heard the episode with Mike the hitman from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know that the official female voice of the morning Jones is Toya? Uh, say what's up to everybody, Toya. That's Toya, the first lady. Oh, <laughs> my bad. Pardon moi. <laughs> first lady. You know, you got to say the first lady. <laughs> like, that, that always ch- uh, trips me out when he put y'all on the phone together and might be, good morning, first lady. <laughs> <laughs> Mike did wore me down. I'd be like, good morning, Mike. <laughs> He's like uh, Pepe Le Pew. He got that Pepe I know, guy. right? I'm waiting on him. Though. I'm waiting on the tail. and a, I'm waiting on him to show up in a black and white suit one day at my front door and be like, oh, <laughs> well, if you uh, follow us on Twitter, I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'll say that again. That is a D A T. And Toya is on Twitter too. What's your Twitter handle again? It's at Michael Taz. M I C A L. It's Taz is in Taz. Y'all know what Taz is. Yeah. I used to, t- on the low, man, Taz used to be my favorite uh, character growing up, man. Yes. Yeah, I love Taz. I love Taz so much. I have two Taz tattoos on my shoulder. Man, I used to have Taz underwear, man. They were silk boxes, too. I had, a, I had a Taz. I was so mad that uh, Foster stopped making uh, Looney Tunes watches that somebody broke in my house and stole my Taz watch, and I was going to go out there and commit a government crime. Yo, I had a Taz watch, too. I don't yes. know what happened to it, though. I think I might have broke it, but I got. I still got my Taz pin. Uh, I, I, I got my Taz pin. Oh, if I can show you, I got the Taz. When I go to Six Flags... I got a Taz shot glass, a Taz bank, 
a Taz stuffed animal, a Taz tongue, you know, when the Elmo screaming the thing, you go, yeah. hey, I got that. I, I'm Taz that. I, I, I love Taz. And like I said, I got two Taz tattoos on my shoulder. One with my son's initials and my grandmother's initials, and another Taz with two boxers, boxing gloves on. So I'm like, if I'm gonna go, if I love Taz that much, I might as well love him to the fullest. See, I knew it was the reason that we got along, Toya. I, I didn't know what it was exactly. I just knew that we kicked the same. And I think that Taz thing, that solidifies the whole deal. I mean, we like the same thing. Yeah, exactly. It's official. See, see I mean, the one thing we can agree on, you ain't got to fight me over Joker. You don't have to fight me over Joker. <laughs> well, I, appreciate, I appreciate that. Um, now, um, I'll, uh, obviously, if people are listening to this, and you probably already know, but I'll tell you just in case you stole your iPod or however you got it through the hookup, you can you can find us by searching for the Black Guy Who Tips on iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic, or you can just go to theblackguywhotips.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a donate button over there. There's a new recurring donation button for yes. people that want to just kick in like something every month yes. and they don't want to have to think about it. You just set it and forget it. And you walk yes. away and it just comes out of whatever. Your bank account, your credit card, your PayPal account. Yes. I mean, it worked with you. You know what I'm saying? That's what I like about PayPal. They they, they like that uh, that dude in the hood that got everything outside the barbershop. You know what I'm saying? He'll work with you. Yes, yes. It's like your period. It comes every month. It's automatically deducted and if it's skipped, you know something's wrong. And, oh, except there's no headache. No, no, no headache. headache. No. And and, and no I, cramps. And I guarantee I will not get you pregnant. I will not get you pregnant no. if you donate. You know what, Raw? That's why I love you. See? That's <laughs> why I, 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 not get me pregnant. That's, <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, here, here at the uh, Blackout Test, we believe in the pullout method. We just pull it out of your account and then we leave it alone. We don't, yeah. we don't go back. We don't come back. We, we don't go for seconds and thirds. None of that. <laughs> you know, we, we're not going to make it work all night, fool. I yeah, promise you. you. over here. You said to pull out. <laughs> 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 of course, um, we also have forums now on the uh, blackouttips.com so you can join the forums. You can even sign in with your Twitter account. Um, as always, you can email the show, the blackouttips at gmail.com. We already have a, a bunch of emails for this week already. I don't even know what we talked about <laughs> last week. Funny. I was listening to it last night. Y'all were hilarious. <laughs> I was in, uh, old boy ready for the RNC. I hadn't finished like the last 20 minutes of it, but he, he had some great points. I'm proud of him. Yeah, Chris I, I is ready. His wife. I might show him to be his wife. <laughs> yeah, he's going to shut it like down. A, yeah, that's not like a black guy and a black lesbian at the RNC. <laughs> 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 I just want to wait to the end when y'all reveal that y'all was just fronting. It might oh. by the head explode. Oh my god. Be the NPR video, undercover NPR video exposure. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were one of us. I thought you was Grand Hill. No. <laughs> oh god. We're going to talk about that too. Yeah, I want to talk about Grand Hill. We're going to get to that, man. Some people are saying don't talk about it. It's like kicking a dead horse, but fuck it. I ain't kicked the horse yet. I ain't um, kicked him either. <laughs> right, let's get some kicking in. Uh, of course, the uh, you can call the show 704-557-0186 and the official weapon of the podcast is the taser. That's right, we'll send hot votes through your ass. Yes, we will. And the unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. <laughs> <laughs> she, put the, she put the uh the NBA jams announcer on there. Yeah, I like and that. I've been playing it, boy. Dwayne Wade head is off the chain on that thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, this this podcast is actually sponsored. Cool. That's right. We got a sponsor this week. And did Jesus be the sponsor? Mm. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Hallelujah. Uh, no, 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 no. 
I, I, I would read this in tongues, but it might violate our agreement. Um, so, <laughs> so don't do that. Don't, don't mess with the money. Uh-uh. So, of course, this one is through Shadow Dog Productions. Yes. And uh, they are giving, a, giving away... Well, I shouldn't say giving away. They are basically giving away a five-minute movie for 99 cents. Cool. I watched the movie. Yes. I thought it was hilarious. Yes. And if you put in... Uh, well, I'll just read the copy. Go behind the scenes of the hotel housekeeping. Matter of fact, hold up. Before I read this copy. I watched the video, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like cops. Okay. But for hotel maids that clean up the room. So you get to see all the inner workings of the maid gang behind the scenes when nobody's in the room with them. So you get to see them maybe taking shortcuts like just picking the pubic hairs off of the pillows and putting them right back. Maybe yeah. that's in there. And you think I'm crazy when we go to hotels and I tell them I want all brand new sheets. You be like, why? I be like, I don't know what the hell they been doing in here. I want all brand new sheets before I lay my ass down in that bed. Mm-hmm. I get the I get the blue light out. <laughs> well, you can go behind the scenes of the hotel housekeeping in this hilarious five minute comedy short film. Only ninety nine cents. One cent cheaper than a Mick chicken. Think about that. Or a Junior Baker cheeseburger. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Get one less Junior Baker cheeseburger. You know, just get three instead of four. Mm-hmm. And go watch five minutes of comedy that you can always rewind and watch again. Yes. Now, if you... Uh-huh, go ahead. Talk. Every time I hear something about behind the scenes, I want to check out RedTube.com. What behind the scenes we got going on? <laughs> <laughs> That's a real behind the scenes. And if you mention the black guy who tells podcasts in the comment section of your order... They will email you a link to download a free copy of the film with the audio commentary talking about how it was made. And uh, you can buy maids now at shadowdogproductions.com slash maids.html. But it's also a link to it on our site. It's under a word from our sponsor. Um, you can also just search the site for sponsor or maids and that post will come up. Um, the other thing too, man, I like about uh, the, the films that Dex does. He always leaves something at the end uh, or the audio plays too. Where like you'll just be like the actors out of character talking about things or maybe a, a behind the scenes outtake or yeah. something. Well, you just know that man, they had fun filming this shit. Yes, you know, and that's what it's all about, man. So yeah, please check it out, man. Um, like I said, go to the site. There's a link on there for them. And I saw it myself. I don't vouch for shit that I don't think is funny. I thought the shit was funny. If it wasn't, I would just be like, yeah, it was fine. But um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> This is a big week. Karen's going to do her random thoughts. Mm-hmm. But I got a couple things we need to talk about first. Cool. And the first thing I got to talk about is the Ratchet Ball Wise Reunion. Oh, Jesus. Hercules Ratchetness. Hercules Ratchetness. <laughs> now, I made, I took notes during this because I knew it was Damn. I couldn't remember it all. Yeah, it was so much. And it had two parts to it, too. Yeah, I figured we needed uh, some sort of, uh, some sort of, something to go by, an itinerary or something. Because I couldn't remember everything. Mm-hmm. And the other thing was they moved to prime time on Monday. You know, because oh, they didn't, they was like, we doing snap. it big. Oh, yes, that was too yeah. much foolishness for the eyes. You can't, you can't grasp it all in, in one blank. They lucky I got four DVRs in my house because I was what I had pretty little lives recording the house was house about to change. Then I came in here and I said, hmm, I need watch I watched Ratchet Ball Wise on 42 inch high definition. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were playing with him, was you? Man, I had to watch him in high definition. I missed Chuck for this. This is good. 
But my, my first question about this shit is why do they keep calling these things reunions? Don't reunions sound happy? Yeah. Reunions sound like a good time, like some shit you want to go to. Mm-hmm. Family reunion, high school reunion. Well, depend on your family. Yeah, I mean, you know, some of y'all. No. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, more years is good for me, like uh, presidential election. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've missed a few. Uh, but anyway, but you know, a reunion's supposed to be happy. You know, yeah, like you get back together with your ex. It's a reunion, you know. Yeah. These motherfuckers get back and they get back like Sally. Yeah. <laughs> they get uh. back and the ratchetness level goes up times ten. It's like. The, the Super Saiyans back in the Dragon Ball Z era. Yeah. Like, they just bring out the ratchet. Right now. It's yeah. on Nicktoons. Y'all watching it too? I know Karen had a tweet about that. Like, the old, she loved the Cartoon Network for the old yeah. cartoons. They have the Dragon Ball Z thing. Uh, Goku and Gohan, yes. Well, it, was, well it looked like Roy's hair was going to turn gold at one point. Gosh, we going to be a Super Saiyan? <laughs> I thought Evan was going to turn the trunks for a second. <laughs> Yeah. Like they had to cut Evelyn's tail off before the moon came up because that shit getting real wrong. Yes, sir. What? Um, she I, had that for too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was up with? Oh, uh, hold on. I think I wrote that down. We might get to that in a second. Um, yeah. I know, I knew Dwayne and Royce wasn't gonna make it. Like when they announced that they broke up, who was really surprised? Nobody. I knew they weren't gonna make it in the moment on the season that I knew they wouldn't make it was when he went ring uh window shopping with her and they walked up in there and they looked at that ninety thousand dollar ring. What? I said this nigga I seen it in his eyes. I said this nigga ain't gonna make it. No. You can see the, the light come was, out of his eyes. What the the, the ring was ninety thousand dollars. Ninety K. Like he just went over to the ring section and they was looking and she immediately had 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 headed for the ninety K ring. And I seen I seen the uh, the light flash out of his eyes like the end of the first Terminator when they crushed his head. I said, oh. This nigga is done. He's done on these streets. <laughs> they, they slowly blinked red and faded out. Yeah, he was like doo doo doo. I can't afford this. That, see, that's why when she had Dwight Howard's baby money, and he yeah, started see, that's what that was. See, she she was living, she was on that Dwight Howard money, and then she got over to the house. She said, "You know, I can pay for this. I I, I do this." And then <clears throat> the white one repo man to the extreme. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, the white got all that shit. White, the white is in the homeboy hall of fame right there. That mm, he repoed. Yeah, he was like the government on the repo. And I Seriously. don't blame him, me. He was no, he was the IRS on the repo. Have you ever seen somebody's <laughs> house get confiscated by the IRS? <laughs> Everything. Yo, you wanna know what's crazy, man? When we started this podcast a year ago, I was like, I was hard on Dwight. He got played by Royce. Mm-hmm. And I ain't blame him too bad because he was young and he was on that Jesus. Young, stuff. dumb, and full of Yep, and she's 29 on the low. Nobody knew this. She's 29. She played that young boy. Yes, she did. She put the thing on him, and then and then I said I was her hair back and forth. Yeah, she whipped her hair back and forth on him, and he was like, you know what, I'm gonna do this. And then the next thing that happened was uh, he uh, he ain't had no post moves. And I said, this you looking like Smallville. You're not looking like Superman to me. You're looking like Smallville. But little did we know, he has turned into a man. He had the post move of all post moves. <laughs> he, he dunked on Royce. He 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 superficial nut sandwich Royce all <laughs> in her face. He had the oh he had the best Jew, uh, Jewish lawyer in the world. He said, "You talk about me on Twitter, Facebook, anything. I'm finding you ten thousand. He's watching that dog on uh 
was the crazy woman name when the husband uh, every time he she called and cussed up on them answer machine he was finding her ten thousand dollars and deducting the alimony check Dang, oh. I didn't even know that. I don't, I don't know who that one is. Oh, God, Mary the Baxter Burn the Plate. She was crazy. Oh, what is the name? It was a Lifetime movie special because she did the, the, the before and after. I can't. I'm going yeah. to Google that one. Well, but it made hey. it like cause she was on Oprah. That's that's what launched Oprah, too. Well, he handled his biz, and I can't hate on that dude at all. And I, it's just like how Dwayne Wade got his kids back. He started playing better. Ever since Dwight took her shit back, I've been noticing post moves. What? <laughs> he, he, he called the bank. Did you see him call the bank? Yeah, yes. He yes. called the bank twice. I'm like, did he call the bank? Uh, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's not fair. I guess when you get crazy out your life, you start paying better. See, that's what happened to Gibbard Arenas. I meant to mention that the boat. That's what happened to Gibbard Arenas. Ever since he got served, he ain't been right. If you yeah. notice that, when he got served, his place went to hell in a handbasket. He needs to get something. He needs to ask Dwight, who did you talk to? Did you did you talk to an IRS agent? Because you went in there like the IRS dude. You went in there like the <laughs> Yes, and, and the thing about uh, Dwight, man, he messed around. He was like, bitch, you got me. You won't get me again. I got you out of my life. Now it's time for me to go ahead and win this MVP. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I think I can win a championship now. Yes, he is on top of the world. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud of that dude, man. Um, but, but you see, that's what happened. Not only crazy, but when you get crazy ass pussy out your life, your world changes. Well, yes. speak, speaking of crazy, um, Gloria. Now she. Oh my God. She is the fiance <laughs> of Matt Barnes or former fiance. I don't know what they are now. Me either. Um. Evelyn Evelyn said some shade her way too on the low when she was like, Well, her husband, um, fiance, uh what whatever, they got kids. I was like, Oh, that's how that hurts. Yeah. That hurt a little bit. Cause she was supposed to be a wife by now. Um uh, oh. in her mind. Yeah. But I would have um, threw that Evelyn back in. What were you 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 with what again? Who? Yeah. Did you ever get a ring? Oh no. You did? Okay. I got closer than you, Lisa. I got Lisa, I got almost down the aisle. Yeah. <laughs> We had wedding arrangements, is what I'm saying. You know, we had to cancel. I'm the fiance for six years, and when he went broke, he du- I got dumped. <laughs> right. Um. So, uh. Anyway, Gloria was like, in every relationship, we have domestic disputes. Uh. No, we don't. No, you don't. Why? Why, why we gotta act like everybody gotta call the cops? Not. I'm not saying people never have them. I'm not saying to make you a bad person if you have one. I'm just saying, don't be trying to act like everybody out here beating each other up. That ain't true. No, that's 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 not true. Cause baby, I love you, but you beat me, I'm out. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I never heard of that. Like everybody gotta have it. Like hey, you know, yeah. shit happens sometimes. And like I said, I ain't judging you, but don't be sitting up there telling that lie. Mm. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like you. I live with the white folks, and the two state troopers stay down the street from my house. And if voices get raised, mm-mm, I don't need them knocking on my door. Exactly. We got a police car parked outside somebody's garage, right up the street. And you know the funny thing about it? I used to always think a damn cop was in that car. I used to so oh wait a minute, what a cop? Damn it, yeah. nobody was in that car. And then when I, the sad part about it is when I turn straight into my subdivision, the state trooper car right there, and I'd be, I'd be hauling ass coming down the street. As soon as I make that left turn, I go about 25 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't even be mad, though, because I be thinking, like, good, maybe the criminals will skip my place. I know. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> maybe they said if we do that, I, there's been four doors kicked in around our neighborhood. Damn. Did they get the cops, too, though? Yeah, they got the cops. They were Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Y'all got some bold criminals, yo. 
they get caught, they're gonna beat the hell out of them. Man. And he did, he did. Yes, I would have too. You know, he probably thought he was, it must be like an Xbox achievement for doing that shit. <laughs> I robbed the cops. 25 points for me. <laughs> and ain't we had a break in since. No, I know y'all have of it. Of not. Uh-uh. He probably broke in his legs. Um, <laughs> Ashley said that everybody is a little crazy. But it was the way that she said it that made me go, bitch, you are crazy. Like, that is the calling card of crazy. When they try to tell you that everybody crazy, like, first of all, if you if you probably have done some domestic violence or been involved in some, if you think everybody out here beating they women uh-huh. and beating they men. She believes in bullet ball extreme. <laughs> Yo, yo, I wonder if uh, the the Mark Griffin, the inventor of bullet ball, ever called the cops after like his wife, like his wife was like, he hit me. He was like, no, we was just playing bullet ball extreme. The game got a little competitive. Uh, my hand slipped off the table. I smacked it in the face. That's all it was. It was just bullet ball to the extreme. That's the difference between extreme and regular. That's his fist to the extreme. <laughs> and he identified. It. He said, "This is the extreme. This is the regular." You want to sit down and play? <laughs> I mean, for crazy to identify as crazy, yeah. you're super crazy. You need to be going to the, see the shrink every week if you identify your crazy. That's when you go see the doctor. You're like, doctor, I was crazy today. <laughs> and I told everybody else who was crazy because I knew they crazy because I was on that level of crazy. I'm past that level of crazy, but I knew they crazy. I identified with that crazy. <laughs> and I had to tell them that that's crazy. <laughs> Like, that's the thing, man. When she said that uh, she was crazy, it was one of them, like, I have been to see people about this, okay? So, the way I figure is, it ain't just me. Everybody's a little crazy. Because they asked her, point blank, did you give this woman's number out on Craigslist? And we all know the correct num- the correct answer to that question is either yes, yes or no. no. The answer to her was... Everybody's a little crazy. Bitch, that sounds like a yes to me. Me too. <laughs> you got these folks calling my house. Hell yes, you are crazy. Um, speaking of crazy also, Shawnee, I can say this, I can say this for every single point, by the way, but Shawnee, she shows some cray cray for the first time. Cause I respect Shawnee because she is the queen pen. Like, at least for the first season, she kept her business out the damn streets. All she had to do was show up to a dinner. Instigate some shit between two chicks, get it off camera, and fly back out and hang out with her family. You know that's right. But this year she finally got into it with somebody, and um, I think she got into it with like Gloria or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, Gloria, because we didn't see Gloria went into the uh, basketball wise protection program. We didn't see her. <laughs> no, Gloria got so scarce. She was like, "Fuck this, I'm out of here," and she was so for real with it. She was like, "No, there won't be a makeup episode." We're not going to recap this at the end of the other hour. I'm actually on my way back home. Peace. Um, so, yeah, Shawnee, when they got in this altercation at the restaurant, um, as basketball wives are prone to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, With nobody in there. Of course. Nobody was there but them. Just them. Just them chilling in the middle of the day. Um, so, so when basically, Shawnee walks in. That everybody knows Gloria didn't get married to Matt Barnes. Mm-hmm. And she basically tried to call, put on front street in front of everybody, like, so I see you ain't getting married. <laughs> and of course, you know, Gloria flipped the fuck out and left. And it really, like, none of that to me is that crazy. 
Okay, maybe Shawnee was mad. I was, you know, that sometimes you're gonna I have conversations. I would have went in on Shawnee. Oh Lord, I've been like, how does it feel that you divorced Shaquille O'Neal and he went play play left over? What, 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 how does it feel as a woman for you? Yes, uh, apparently uh, he only dates. Apparently he only dates reality show stars, and you're one of them now. But um, so he, uh, so she, she leaves, and what was crazy, Shawnee said. I thought we were still cool. Huh? Crazy. Crazy alert. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> the cradar was going off off the chain because that is the craziest damn thing she's ever said on that show. And I, up until that point, I always thought she was the queen pin. You know, I knew she had to be a little crazy, of course, you know, to, to come up with this idea and to put it on TV. I give her that a little crazy. No, that's like certifiably insane when you do crazy ratchet shit to somebody on national TV and then be like, but I thought we were still cool. We ain't going to kick it. I left it, at the, I left it at the table. I ain't think nothing of it no more. I just <laughs> left it at the table. Yo, it's funny how Misery just loves to see other people miserable. Of course. Like she couldn't even contain herself for one episode. She just hopped. She, soon as she walked in the door, she's like, "Ah, bitch! I heard you. I heard your marriage fell through." Ha! I guess she was. Uh, she wanted to get somebody else back because I guess that's when all that Shaquille O'Neal and um, what's that thing name? Mm-hmm. All that mess came out. She's like, "Ah, I can climb on somebody else. Ain't nobody gonna climb on me about that no more." Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I literally had the same segue for every point. But speaking of crazy, yes. <laughs> Does Evelyn know that they are filming this shit? Because she keeps talking about privacy. Like privacy. Yeah, well, you know that's between girls. You don't put that in the streets. That is privacy. And then when uh, uh when Royce well, was like, hands, you got your hands now. You got to fall with your hands. You got to throw your hands out there too. <laughs> Come on, do it with your hands. Hey, <laughs> with, uh, with, with Chad Johnson, with uh Royce brought up the fact that she fucked Chad Johnson on uh, the first time that they met. She, her response was, "So that's my business." No, it's 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 our business. Like. The, no, act literally, it is everyone's business up there. We all get a check based on a reality show where there's cameras that watched you go up there and fuck Chad Johnson. Now, I ain't knocking you for doing it, but we're not going to pretend like it's a private. No. The yeah. cameras followed y'all upstairs when he was struggling. He was like, he was strong. I can't believe she is 40. And has a daughter that's about to go to college. Like, does her daughter watch this? Because I feel wow, bad if she does. Me too. That is not Could what I want to see. Imagine getting clowned on, man, going off to school. Yes. Like, your mama fuck Jack Johnson. National TV, your mama is getting handled up, going up the stairs, about to get the business. Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah, know that. But then she's older, she's not little kids. You know how little kids are mean. They're like, Yo mama having sex with Ocho Cinco. <laughs> the kids clown about stuff like that. I'm saying. I mean, it's just like the uh, the the, uh, the real households of Atlanta when they showed old girl daughter on there, and she was she was a little bit ratchet. I'm like, are you okay? I was actually surprised when they did show Evelyn's daughter the first time. I was surprised she was so tame. I expected her to be off the chain ridiculous. And she was actually. I, I thought clock. her ratchet was going to be on a 12 because your mom was an 8. I thought her ratchet was going to be on a 12. Like, it's, sticking with our Super Saiyan formula, she was Gohan. You know oh, what I'm saying? You know what? She wore the glasses and she just wanted to go be a, a worker in a business and wear mm-hmm. a top. She didn't she yeah. want part of that ratchetness. Mm-hmm. I thought she was going to be like Go 10 and be ready to be ready <laughs> with some ass. I thought she was going to be Trunks because, you know. 
<laughs> Y'all feel bad for everybody that's listening to this that don't watch Basketball Wives and Super, or, or the Dragon Ball Z. They're like, what the hell is they talking about? <laughs> this first 20 minutes, they're going to be like, these niggas was wilding. I don't know what they, what happened. Um, yo, they, why they do Evelyn makeup like that, though? No, and like my boy Asexual Homo, he he be killing me. Oh, he be killing me on Doggo Twitter. He said, I know a trending when I see one. And he said, don't bother me, I'm gay. I was like, yeah, but all the other gay people be like. Oh. <laughs> he said, yo, he was like, she looking pretty good today. I was like, nah, no. not, not the standards that I'm. Maybe no. aesthetically she's looking good or something, but she look like uh, extra from the sixth sense or something like that. The sixth the sense <laughs> element. Like she, and then we broke out. She, well, she looked like a trainer. It don't bother me. I'm gay anyway. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wasn't fucking. Not even with your dick. Um, <laughs> that is funny, though, that one of my Twitter people that I had, that I hit up often is asexual homo. I bet people be, especially that whole crew with the homophobic crew with Larry and them, they probably be looking at my tweets like, what is Rod doing? Yes, who is he talking to? Why should, are we supposed to slander him or yes. does it not matter? Does Karen like, need to be concerned about that relationship? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, that dude's funny. That's all that matters. He is funny. Well, I've been, we've been, uh, on, uh, I have, like, I have two sides of Twitter. I have my soap opera loving side and I have my sports and hip hop side. And he on my, he, he's all, all across the board, except for the sports part. And I've met him through Twitter, and we're a bunch of us that we just call the fuck boonery finest, and we just find all kind of ratchetness. <laughs> well, he promotes yeah, we, ratchet. He promotes ratchet to the ultimate promotion, and it's just, uh, his ratchetness level is just off the chain. It's, mm. <laughs> So, Jennifer had, Jennifer had a line in the reunion that stuck out to me. Uh, Tammy had the line of the reunion, but go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it's the best line, but it stuck out as odd because she said, we're, when we're talking about Roy, she said, we're not asking you to put your business in the street. We're just asking you to be real. Oh, no, she was talking to Susie. Okay. And, and I was like, no, that, I don't think you understand this show. Yes, we are asking you to put your business in the street. That's why cameras are here. That's why we are recording. But like, bitch, don't you see the red light? It means go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she. I didn't know. Camera yeah. means action, people. Camera, the red light means action. Yeah, you got the most public divorce in the history of reality TV besides to the uh, John man and Kate. Of Mandem. he's ugly. Oh my God, I don't know what happened. There. He got oh. beat up with the ugly stick and the ugly taser. It was. Ah, ah, I don't know ah. what happened with. He got, he got a double taste. Although I do uh, love how money can make even the ugliest motherfucker talk like a G to his woman. Yeah. Okay, Patrick yeah. Ewan got three kids, people. Patrick Ewan has three kids. Ah. For kids. Uh, Derek, is it Derek Mason? Because his song was in, it was in Memphis. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mason got some. Um, yeah. uh, was it Eddie Mason or something like that? Anthony Mason. Yeah, he got yeah. some. And, uh, got some. Did Tyrone Hill got any? Because uh, I just can't imagine. Like, he looked like one of the trees from Lord of the Rings. But but you know what? Money. Go ahead. Hilarious. Go ahead. When you got money, mm-hmm. money will make bitches do a lot of stuff. He talks so grimy to her. Oh, yeah. And you know that's my money talking. My first said we will never pay the light bill. We were married. Them lights will always be off. <laughs> I said, well, never yeah, I can't blame him, man. I, oh, I'm sorry. That dude. Yes, hey. and then he was talking grimy yeah. stuff. When uh, what you talking- gonna do? What is it gonna be? What you gonna do? I mean, just go ahead and say it. Like he was daring her to get divorced. Like, 
Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna get these bitches. Like, really? And really, on, you? And on top of that, I wonder what his whole interview said because they obviously edited his version. Yeah. I bet you he was talking some shit. Yeah, I don't know. That nigga look like he just don't care, but I was... I don't know. I felt bad for uh. He probably saying I I dogged you for ten years. Yeah. And then nigga gonna come get me. I done rolled you till you can get to, you can't be rolled no more. And then I'm ugly on top of that. He probably told us some biggest. You know I'm ugly. And ain't nobody gonna do nothing. Like you gotta go ugly to get somebody messing with you. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> Who gonna want you at the hop in with you? Look at me. I know. You so hot for to beat me. <laughs> but yeah, man, I thought that oh, was man. crazy because I felt like Jennifer is so deluded because because she actually thinks they're just keeping it real. Like, oh, no. Yes. We are watching y'all be ratchet. We are not here no, for the realness. No, we don't give a damn about that. Entertain me, bitches. Entertain me. Um, speaking of crazy, um, what kind of friends, like, what kind of 40-year-old person can't be friends with you because they other 40-year-old friends don't like you? Like, 40 at, year old person. at 40. Ah! At 40, yo. Let me tell you why. How do you make it to 40 and somebody else is telling you, Mm-mm, we can't be friends with her? Because people never grow out of that high school mentality. Mm. You know, okay, especially you. Especially women, especially women. Especially when you're young. And then once you say, you know what, fuck this, this is childish, you start doing your own thing, you the one they talking about because you don't hang with the clique. Yeah. Ow, it's just sad, man. Like, it's almost as sad as when Evelyn talk, keep talking about how she ready to get married and have a baby and she's 42. Like, come on. Talk, slow down. Slow down, yes. mama. Yes. You already got a baby. It, I, I swear, they just looking to trap a nigga. Because even when Evelyn said that uh, that, that uh, Gloria had kids with Matt Barnes, she did sound envious. Like, well, shit, at least you got some kids. I know, right? And then she's like, she sounded like, well, at least he don't have a steady paycheck. Mine ain't guaranteed. This nigga finna file bankruptcy. Like I, hey, remember she had to go turn her car in this year. I know that shit hurt. Ah, uh, like hell, didn't it? Turning Antoine Walker's car with his name on it. Um, and I like, I like Evelyn when she goes. That video clip made me look like a bully. Bitch, you are a bully. Yes, she is. Did, did you? I'm like, did you really see the clip? And you said those words when she said the words. I looked at. I had to pause the TV and just look at the look expression on her face. Her forehead distracted me first and foremost. Let me establish it. Her forehead distracted me. Yes. And then I had to look at. I'm like. As I got past the phone, I had to look at her facial expression and say to myself, Seriously? <laughs> Why her face was so hard, man? Uh, what was her makeup made out of? That, that drag queen would must have been mad at her. Whoever that drag queen was that put her makeup on was seriously mad at her. That whole drag uh, entourage. Uh, uh, head, oh, the whole drag queen entourage was mad at her because she must have said something foul. And they like, you know what? I got some this bitch. I'm gonna make her. I'm gonna make her believe these shoes and this dress she got on is fire and fierce. And I'm gonna put some ugly makeup on her. I'm gonna send her out on the stage for everybody in Twitter world when they come on and talk bad about. Her. They had her. Look, they had her looking like Iron Man. Oh, like, she looks so hard, yo. I don't get it. Oh man. Um, Royce had. Uh, she when she stood up. And started talking about how she got to spend this like her dress wasn't uh necessarily day bread and she ain't got to spend three thousand dollars to look good and she don't got no fake titties and her ass is all real. After I rewound that clip like twenty seven times, oh you did it twenty seven. Yeah, that was that was uh that was the realest part of the show. 
Because Royce has always been out of place to me. Yeah. Because she's not, I mean... I, her body, fr- I'm bigger than she is. First of all, she just isn't really in a click. Like, no. She likes to think she is, but you yeah, know. she's you, a level below. Yeah, you, yeah you're really not. Like, you, you're, you're actually kind of just a, a ratchet chick with nowhere to go. Like, you really don't, you, you're I not a wife. She's on a budget. I think that's what yes, 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 yes. She's a ratchet chick on the bus. And she like, you know, I ain't paid $3,000 for this dress, but I did pay $400 for this dress. And I still look good in this dress. While you paid, you had your drag queen entourage make you look like a fool in your $6,000 outfit. My $300 outfit, I still look good and you still look like a transvestite. Yes. And she, 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 she ratchet on the budget. I ain't mad being ratchet on the budget. Being ratchet on the budget telling me, you know, you got future aspirations. <laughs> <laughs> and she got hustle about her, and I respect yes. that. You know, like I said, man, it's both sides to the game. I respect how she went about getting her her her, her uh, money from Dwight Howard, but I respect his G getting his shit back too. You he know what I'm saying? I, Dwight Howard need to be called Iris. That's what he needed me to call. <laughs> he needed to call him the I, the R, and the S. <laughs> yeah. All the three letters. Um, and then uh, that was uh, that was pretty much all my notes. You said you had you had a line from the reunion that you thought was better, uh, the best one. Oh yeah, when Timmy said, "Yeah, I fucked out your cinco too." That's it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she was like, "I, I just want to tell you, I fucked out your cinco too." Yeah. <laughs> and when the world got out, world stopped it when she got up and did the Running Man, whatever that was, she did. It was that that didn't accentuate the line, but it made it funnier. Yes. <laughs> she did. She brought back the old school. She did the big head bounce. Fishing rod, real in. I don't know if y'all know <laughs> know that move, but you can Google that shit probably. Yes, it's up there. Uh, and I couldn't get past Jill the time I ain't know what a food stamp was. Really? Yeah. I. She says I. I'm not ghetto, so I've never seen a food stamp. What? Uh, yeah. oh. Okay. All right. All right. Old dark skin, blue eyes. All right. We see. Mm-hmm. Dark skin, blue eye contact. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I noticed your eyes were ultraviolet one night. The eyes don't. I know that they was gray today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our eyes don't come in that color. I don't yeah. know if you've heard. <laughs> she, no. she really was going super saiyan. Nigga, mind your daddy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, Karen, did you want to do your random thoughts? Man? You want to do them now? Or? Yes, I can. I know Toy had one. Toy, did you want to go? Yeah. First? What was your random yeah, thought, Toy? Okay. Well, my random thought is, as we, I'm over the <laughs> thirty bracket. <clears throat> yes, I'm over the thirty bracket. <laughs> and as we head over that thirty bracket, you know, we start to do our self checks, people. And I so happened to do a self-check one day, and I looked downstairs and I discovered my first gray hair. Mm. What? I didn't know gray hair was down there. Yes, ma'am. It's all over the it, it messed me up, and I said to myself, self, there's gray. Gray said, ha-ha, I'm not the last one. And I said, <laughs> I'm like, really? Okay, well, all right then, never mind. Well, here's, just, here's what I say you do. Because this is a tough time in people's lives. Now, I still haven't got one down there yet. Okay. Um, but I figured it's just time to do some manscaping. That's when it's time to start trimming it up extra tight. It's like when your hairline starts receding and then your fade had to get a little shorter every year until it's just a bald head. Like, I think I would roll with the Michael <laughs> Jordan plan on this one and just yeah. go ahead and nip it in the bud. Like, all right, we all, we all down. We gone down there. You don't want to do the under eggs and hang on to it too long? Yeah, I'm not trying to walk Frazier it up, okay? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and let it go. Yeah, I mean, cause yeah. I mean, I, I just I know the ones on top, cause I it's it's, it's hitting summertime, so I like to rinse them on out, you know, get that good black Korean rinse going on in the head. 
Cause I go, I don't do, I don't do shit black. I do Korean black. <laughs> you the Steve Harvey fade. Man, what? <laughs> um, oh shit, I, I almost forgot, man. Um, the Grand Hill shit. Um, I'm gonna touch on it real quick because I don't really want to get too far into it. Cause I'm, listen, if you don't know, uh, you can check uh, the Morning Jones um, podcast for today, which is like the 17th, or yesterday, the 16th. In the last hour uh, when I uh, called in, I spoke on the whole Grand Hill thing for a little bit, so that's kind of my take on it. But, you know, in case you don't listen to that and you listen to the podcast and you're wondering what happened and what's going on, um, Jalen Rose was a producer on a documentary that came on ESPN called The Fab Five. It was about the freshman class at Michigan that uh, went to two NCAA championships and uh, lost and about their struggle and what they went through, you know, as kids, how they were portrayed in the media, uh, some of the pressures they had and some of the things that were going on in their mind as they were in school. Mm-hmm. And um, so Jalen Rose basically said as a kind of to me, it was a throwaway line. I don't think it was really as big a deal as mm-hmm. it turned out to be the, the biggest of all big deals. Apparently, we've been talking about it the shouldn't been the biggest deal in the documentary, but you know, go ahead. Yeah, it's a throwaway line, but he basically said when he was younger, uh, eighteen, going to uh, or seventeen, something like that, going to Michigan, he thought that black players that went to Duke were sellouts or Uncle Tom's because they they ba- basically they didn't recruit kids from the inner city. They didn't recruit kids like Jalen Rose. And it's turned into one of those things where everybody has something to say about the Uncle Timeline. And I'm kind of pissed because in the documentary, they showed them getting hate mail from their own alumni. They showed writers writing articles calling Michigan thugs, even though none of them had committed a crime. But calling them thugs and, and saying they listen to violent music and shit like that. Uh, they also showed Dick Vitale and Bill Walton going in on the kids on TV. And none of this shit is ever addressed when it comes to talking about college kids. Because these are the kind of college kids that, for in general, the kind of people that cover college sports don't like. You know what I'm saying? But Grant Hill is the opposite. He's one of the black kids that we've decided is a good kid and we're all going to like him. And so Grant Hill took offense to the Uncle Tom line in the documentary. Not even sure he saw it reading his fucking art, uh, his op ed. He, he didn't, didn't. He didn't see it. I didn't. See yeah, it. like maybe somebody just told him, "Oh, they talking about you." They called they you. They called you an uncle talk. Yeah. <laughs> he just played that one clip. Yeah, they played like yeah, he played that one clip or something. But uh, he basically writes an op ed that does not address being called an uncle Tom. It really doesn't. Like if he really, he basically addresses a seventeen year old Jalen Rose that has grown up and seen more and experienced more and doesn't necessarily hold that same belief that as far as the Uncle Tom part that he held held at the time. And even said in the documentary, I said, as he was talking about what his thoughts were, he was like, my father played in the NBA and my my father didn't claim me. He didn't take care of me. I looked at Grand Hill. I was envious of his parents. I was envious of his upbringing. You know, so there was a lot of that where he was like, that's mixing in. And not to count just the coverage that Michigan was receiving that was so negative. Of course he was envious of Grant Hill. Of course. Who wasn't? Right. Who would, he would have been crazy not to have been. Then, now, at, at 18, 19, do you really know the right words to pick every time? No. You know what I'm saying? So, it's but, time to 30. Right. And Grant Hill acted like 
Jalen Rose called him up on the phone and called him an Uncle Tom and hung up on him yesterday. Like that's how he acted like 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 Jalen was out there riding for the Uncle Tom comment when he really was just like this is how I used to feel and this, his response was kind of Tomish. Like he, he he responded like a dude who has been called Uncle Tom a lot. I'm not calling Grand Hill Uncle Tom. I don't even think he is one. But he responded like I've been called this enough times. I want to address it. And he put he put Jalen Rose's name in the article, but it really had nothing to do with Michigan. It had nothing to do with Jalen Rose. It was just a defense of growing up with privilege. That's all it was. It was a a, a ten paragraphs of. It's okay to be black and have money. And it's okay to be proud of your family putting food on your table. And all I'm saying is this. Grant, I'm with you. And and, and, and I'm glad somebody did write that. But you are so off point right now when responding to Jalen Rose. That's all. Like, it's so off point. You really, you really missed the whole point of the documentary. The real questions that people glossed over that I wanted to hear answered. Why is it okay to call a kid a thug? But it's not okay to call him an Uncle Tom. And when are we going to ride on race? Like, when are we going to pick and choose when we ride on race? If don't be a race coward when you see your your own peers, 40-year-old, 50-year-old white dudes with pins and typewriters, calling young kids who haven't done anything criminal fucking thugs. If you can't get your balls up to say something then, shut the fuck up when somebody says Uncle Tom because you really don't have an opinion. You don't just try to grow a set of balls in the meantime. Like, oh, wait, we can all ride on the Uncle Tom thing. You don't call the Negroes I like Uncle Tom. Like, that's basically <laughs> what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. Now, you can call them niggas we don't like thugs. That's fine. But you start calling Negroes Uncle Toms, and we're going to fight you. Yeah. Listen, we have a problem. Yeah. My thing is, okay, I'm going to have to go back and read Tom Sawyer again. Because, <laughs> I'm for real, because for my... Embarrassing. It's been a long time since I read Tom Sawyer. But Uncle Tom was not categorized like this. If I'm not mistaken, I may be wrong. Yeah, well, like Charles well, Barkley said, I may be wrong. I may <laughs> be wrong. <laughs> D E F E. Um, yeah, he, like, the thing is, like, uh, it, act, it, was, it was the late 20s, 30s when it became a derogatory term to call people Uncle Tom. Yeah, it pretty much what happened was you had the book Uncle Tom, Uncle Tom's Cabin, and Uncle Tom is seen as. Uh, you know, a Negro who's out for self first, but it's more of a su- survivalist instinct in the book. It's not actually supposed to be, he's just throwing niggas under the bus. Yeah, derogatory. That's what I'm saying. He's about trying to keep, keep I mean, uh, that's the first thing. It's about survival. Right. Now, in the 50s and 60s, during the revolution, you know, the, the civil rights revolutionary yeah. era, era, they, all of a sudden, Muslims and Black Panthers start using Uncle Tom as... Term, as yeah. a derogatory term for a race trader or somebody who is subservient to white people and put white people's interests ahead of the, the interest of their own people in order to get personal gain. And I don't think it's a term that should never be used. Although, it lets some white people tell it, apparently you can't ever say that shit about any black person. But, you know, like I said, these are the same people that don't got shit to say when you out there calling people thugs just, yeah, for, just for having cornrows. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm a, I'm a thug today. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a thug today. NBA players are lazy and look like thugs. Okay, all right, buddy. <laughs> I mean, I'm like you, Rod. When I was growing up, I grew up in North Memphis. It's not Orange Mound because Orange Mound sucks. <clears throat> it's forgive a bought MJG. It's personal. But when I grew up in North Memphis, 
I lived in the hood. And the first day I used to watch, you know, I had to, uh, I would do remote. I had to go and flip the channels on the black and white. Kick, 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 kick. <laughs> <laughs> I had appliers? Oh, no, we, we had, we upgraded. Hold oh, on, oh, man, we upgraded. We had to, we had to, we had to knobs on that thing. I had to. Ta, 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 ta. You doing good. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was a 13-inch black and white. Oh, okay. So you had a 13-inch on top of the 40-inch that had broke? That was on the kitchen table. Okay. Okay. Right, okay. So we I had it on you. top of the one that broke. We did, too. We we, we, we used the tablecloth to cover it up so we know everybody think it was the table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, Latoya. So, but yeah, we, I mean, when I grew up, I you know, I looked at certain schools like, huh, man, y'all, I hate y'all because I can't afford to go. That's what it was. I hate y'all because I can't go there. But as we, as, as my mom got out the hood, we moved to the suburbs. We moved on up. <laughs> we moved where it was safe. I, I tell the story. I said when we first moved into our house, I said I couldn't go to sleep because I used to gunshots going outside my morning, going off outside my morning. That's when I knew it was time to go to bed. So when we moved out, when I, I finished my junior in high school, when we moved to the suburbs, I couldn't sleep for the first week in my house because there was no gunshots going off. I'm like, wow, why is there no gunshots going off? And once I got used to it, I'm like, ooh, man, I ain't gotta, I ain't gotta make sure the bars ain't locked on the windows. So I was happy. That was so. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And then I was like, you know, cool. And as as I got older and started watching more and more, I, I mean, I hated Duke because of Duke, but I never hated Duke because of the class thing. I hated Duke just because it was Duke. Mm-hmm. Dude, I didn't. They, you know, they, they, everybody. I never looked at. Only thing I hated about Duke was Grand Hill Box Face and that, that thing again with Kentucky. I was, I was riding with Kentucky. But I, I, I love the five five and that, that timeout lives on in forever infamy. Oh. But I didn't hate Duke because of. But now I'm in a more affluent and doing my own thing. If my son wants to go to Duke, I'm not gonna stop him. He can't go to Tennessee. He would not go to Tennessee. <laughs> I may support him going to Texas barely because his dad is in Texas, but he would never go to Tennessee. But if Duke is one of his options, I can afford to because of my job and um, my past experience. I can afford to send him to Duke. It wasn't the fact that my mom couldn't afford to send me to Duke. She could, but she told me you're going to be on your own. So, I mean, that's what it was. It's the fact that it was not about the Uncle Tom's and all this other stuff. It was the fact about affordability. Grant Hill was lucky. He his parent his parent was a former cowboy. They had money. They was living in a affluent neighborhood. I didn't know what affluent was until I was fifteen years old. I grew up like everybody else. I grew up with wretchedness and hoodness until I was fifteen years old. Once I got out of there and learned that, you know, there are more words out there besides uh the food stamp and the corner liquor store. I knew that, <laughs> I knew that the money wasn't brown or green or, or purple. I was like, Wow, there's actual money. I didn't know. I didn't know that. I didn't know my real age was 16 because you know my mom used to forge my birth certificate so I can go work in the summer. But you know, I, I, you know, once I got past that level of ratchetness and grew up as a kid, uh, grew up out that mold, and now and as an adult and older, I'm like, you know, hey, my son, my son wants to go to Duke. I'm gonna talk with him about it, but I'm gonna be like, okay, well, you got the grades for it. You go ahead and you go, but. He ain't going to Tennessee. Let me reiterate it. He will not be going to Tennessee. Tennessee. Steve White, he will not be going to Tennessee. Sorry, Steve. Sorry. But, um, that's, see, that's the thing. Like, to me, the, the things that were missed, the themes that were missed in this argument were just these gaping things that Americans fucking hate to talk about. We don't want to talk about class. You know, we don't, cause really, he didn't, like, say, if he would have said elitist instead of Uncle Tom. People would have been like, okay, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that. Yeah, and they wouldn't want to talk about it. Why he got to be elitist? 
Right. It was the buzz where Uncle Tom to set off this firestorm. But, uh, and, like, if he would have just said, look, man, this dude comes from a two-parent household for money. And that's why they took him. They feel like he's a safe Negro. And somehow I'm dangerous, even though I'm also a good student. And I'm also about this basketball. Yeah, I, I maintain. Even though I graduated from Kingsbury High, I maintain a 3.7 GPA. Was on the Honor Society, uh, National Honor Society, National Marriage Society. I took AP classes in my senior year. But because I graduated, I went to Kingsbury, I, was, I don't think I was known for was playing sports. Right. And on my local radio station, I heard them say, and this made me so fucking mad. The guy was like, Jalen Rose just sounds like he's jealous he didn't get recruited. Which is purposely just avoiding the real meat of that. Which is, but why didn't he get he recruited? He get recruited. Why, why not Jalen Rose? Is he, was he not one of the best players in America? Was he not, like, what about him was less than? That was not I remember that, that, that high school class with them two years coming out. Because Green Hill came out the following year. Them classes with kids coming out. They talked about them as one of the greatest come, uh, college classes in the last, what, 20 years. They still talk about their recruiting, recruiting yep. class. They still, to this day, they still talk about their recruiting class. But you go from the UNLV uh, to the Five Five to North Carolina to Duke, you got that whole recruiting class. And they still talk about it because it was one of the best recruiting classes coming out of college, coming for college in a long time. It has been a recruiting class like that, I don't think, lately. Right. You had what twenty all top uh, uh, high school all Americans going to different schools. Come on, you can't. Uh-uh. Yeah, I mean, then for a long time, kids weren't even able to go or not able, but they were going straight to the league when they wanted to, which you know messed up a lot of those classes. But yeah, I agree, man. I just really, like I said, I got pissed, and I don't, you know, I didn't want to go too much farther into it, but I did want to be on the record on my own show so that people ever listen to the shit through the archives or whatever. They can hear my take on it. You know, maybe they don't listen to The Morning Jones or follow me on Twitter or whatever. But now they know. That's how I feel about the shit. And I, like I said, I don't even feel anybody involved as an Uncle Tom. I thought that that answer was Tomish. Because yes. he started naming black players that graduated from Duke and left he off. Didn't players. I'm like, who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> left off a whole list of motherfuckers that didn't come from privilege that might have had to leave school early. That are just as good a dudes as the other cast. But I noticed that McGetty and Brand and William Avery, I noticed they wasn't on the list. I noticed they wasn't on the list, dog. So don't try to play me, cuz. Date so James me. and Carowell, motherfuckers who actually work at Duke. You ain't put them on the list, Grant? Word? Yeah, cuz Duke got in some trouble uh, not too long ago about some academic stuff, cuz they were trying to get in on that one and done stuff. Didn't they get in trouble? Mm-hmm. When they, when they had that 17 and 14 record because, uh, they get in trouble for it. They got in trouble for something. They, 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 the grades didn't uh, add up to their stuff, and they, they went back and recruiting their quality players. Yeah, I just all I know is my dude. Uh, he mentioned my man Roddy Price, and I played ball with him a couple times, and he can't even get a shout out because he got kicked out of school. Word, son. Come on, man. Anyway, man. You want to fluent or elitist enough? <laughs> yeah, he wasn't, yeah, wasn't elitist. Uh, Karen, you got some uh, Uncle Tom thoughts for us today? I do. I do. All right, we'll go. Fresh draft. <laughs> go ahead, time it up. I'm gonna sit back and make comments. Yes, my uh, my first random thought is one day I think when Obama's making a speech, he gonna take his tie off and give a real black speech. <laughs> what you mean a real black speech? He gonna take his tie and be like, you know what? 
I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of y'all talking about me. I'm tired of y'all talking about I'm from Kenya. I'm tired of y'all talking about I'm a Muslim. I'm tired of you Rush Limbaugh. Fuck all of y'all. I'm the president, bitch. I'm ready for Also, you said he, you waiting on him to fuck all y'all speech. Yes, I'm really waiting for that. I think one day he just gonna snap. Yeah, I did have a... I was watching the Donald Trump roast today, and I did have this vision of... Uh, Say what, Tori? You ain't seen I it yet? Ain't, I still ain't seen it because all the tweets I'm seeing about it, I'm, I'm scared to watch it because they said the situation was just... Oh, my oh, God. He, he bombed terrible. so bad. I heard I, that, I think I posted on Facebook or not where the, uh, TMZ said they, he left out a whole bunch that's, of stuff. Yes. They had to cut parts. He bombed like shit, and it was probably like three minutes to five minutes, and they took shit out of the three to five minutes to make it three to five minutes. Oh, for real? Like, he probably was up there bombing for like ten minutes. That's why people got mad and started booing this. And I'm like, look, we don't have enough boo. It was terrible. But um, when I was watching that roast, though, I, it did make me feel like the president is kind of like a dude that's getting roasted all the time. Yeah. And like Obama's catching it the worst because they asking shit that they would never say about other presidents. Like, are you American? <laughs> like, like we are starting at a basic level that is so much, so far removed from any criticism I've ever seen a president get. Like, when you get to the point where you like, are you even from here? That is a level of just questioning that is ridiculous. It is like a roast. It is not even, it's not even political satire or commentary anymore. It's straight up roasting Obama. And I had this vision because at the end of every roast, the actual person getting roasted gets to get back at everybody. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what if he serves his last, you know, whether it's this term or the next term, what if his last day he does a speech and he just roasts everybody in the media? Because he's funny as shit on the low. Yes, he like, is. He be dropping that subliminal ether on fools. Like, he's like, you know, I'm trying to meet people halfway, but uh, I can't compromise that I was born in Hawaii and that I'm an American. Uh, I can't meet you halfway on that. <laughs> And I'm like, yo, Obama kind of funny on the low. Yes, he is. You know, I'll be throwing them look. Y'all know, I know, y'all know, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, y'all couldn't like, do this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. I was born in Kenya, sure. Yeah, Kenya, Hawaii, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I, I always like Obama because I one, I think he likes girls with big asses, and I I, me and him I agree. agree. On that one, because he, he, his, his eyes be peripheral. He be on that basketball eye. He like, mm, like my peripheral game be going. Yeah, she didn't see me, but she didn't see me. Mm. He, got, he got the magic eyes, like Magic Johnson. He can see it all, all back here. And the other thing is, he look like he say nigga a lot, and I do too. So those, both of those things, I agree. Like he might, he might see a story leak or something to the press. He's like, if y'all don't get that nigga Rahm Emanuel in here, let's go. I'm pulling up in my office now, nigga. What is this? <laughs> Nigga, what John Biden in? Go get that nigga right here. <laughs> and all of them people that... Always open his goddamn mouth. This nigga can't keep his mouth shut for shit. <laughs> nigga. And all, and all the people that work for him look like they all curse, too. Even Michelle. Like, I like that, too. I like me a cursing White House. I don't want no pussy-ass White House. I like it. I like people that curse. Man, Michelle look like she done, she done rolled her neck five times. <laughs> This nigga here, yeah. he's gonna stop fucking smoking. <laughs> Barack, look, look what they wrote about my sleeve. Look, uh, Malaya, Malia. Malia. Malia, look at your goddamn daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Running around here with your hair all over the damn place. Goddamn, hit, hit me some grease. 
you know these whites would be waiting on you to come out here looking nigger. <laughs> Goddamn hot comb. Tell you, mama, mama. <laughs> Damn spring the call. What? You don't know. It's in my fucking bathroom mirror. Shit. Open the damn mirror. Is your daddy out there smoking again? I tell his ass about them Newports. Oh, could you could you imagine the first time she turned Secret Service to somebody to go get a, a, a perm or go get her baby some grease oh. for that hair? The expressions on their face. Yeah. Grease, lovely, super. Not regular. I said dark and lovely, super. <laughs> And, and be sure to get the grease, the blue grease, not the green grease, the blue grease. I'm just trying to picture the Secret Service shopping in the hood because you know all the black hair stores be in the hood. Like you can't just roll to Walmart and pick up some. They going straight stuff. to the, uh, looking for the straight. Uh, what's it, uh, what's the, the common name? Uh, <laughs> like Debbie's hair. And as soon as they walk and look for them, they get uh, uh, Hiroshima. <laughs> Yeah, like, they walk up in there, you got the Korean behind the counter. Yes, I'm like, can I help you? Yeah, can I help you? Buy. You better buy something, white man. Buy, buy now. You got good money. What? What is that in your ear? <laughs> you hear, you hear, you probably hear Michelle. Tell that bitch you want the dark and lovely super. Super. And don't forget my hot rod. She be like, Michelle be like, put, put it on the phone. You know what? Just take the earpiece out. Put it, put the earpiece in the ear. Ma'am, ma'am, I'll to speak to you. What did she want? What did she want? This is a sale. Look, you tell your husband to get his little ass from behind the register and go get my dark and lovely super. And you keep hearing me say super. That's what I want. Oh, shit, man. Burn my naps. Go get the one I want. Yes. And it got to be the, the black silky number eight. Tell that what? bitch I said eight. <laughs> I don't want that lace front shit. Who the fuck I look like? Beyonce? No. Beyonce want my beautician. Yeah, you heard me. I want that Hawaiian sickie. The dark one. The 1B. You heard me. I don't want that 31B. I want that 1B. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, man. We setting the White House back years. <laughs> yes, we are. Go ahead. I'm out my racism. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my next random thought is I like to laugh at people. Cause I sit in the car sometimes when I take my breaks, and I sit in the car like I'm like uh, tweeting and stuff. And it, I like to laugh at people. People roll up and they stop and they look to try to see if I'm gonna pull out. Mm. Then after about a minute, they realize I ain't. They look at me, give me the dirty look, cause I'm sitting in my car with my car off, and they drive off. I think that's just some funny shit. <laughs> you know what? I be cussing you out all the time. <laughs> Yo, you I ever? Out all the time. <laughs> hey, y'all ever? Y'all, y'all be even? Y'all ever be leaving somewhere? And you be like, uh, like, say you come leaving from the mall, you got bags and shit, and then somebody just be a little too aggressive about getting your parking space, so you just slow down. You be like, you know what, motherfucker, you can't, you can't back off a second. I think I'm gonna put this bag in the trunk. I'm gonna go ahead and take my time. Oh, did I leave something in the trunk? You know what, let me go in my bag and I might try on my new shirt right now. I might go ahead and wear the new shirt out. Right now, because you don't know how I get to the be right pair of shoes. I'm gonna go back in the mall with this shirt on, with the right go. Make sure I get the right pair of shoes. You know, I'm the type of person when I see somebody looking. If I got a good parking spot, and if I see somebody coming down the uh, aisle looking for something, and I tell them, "Hey, stop right here, get this spot," and they keep on going, I'm like, "Fuck you, then." <laughs> I'm trying to help you out. I've had to help. And then look, and then when I pull out and I drive around, and they look at me like, "I said, well, I tried to get your monkey ass to get that parking spot, <laughs> <laughs> niggas." 
<laughs> yeah, I'm going to start uh, getting in the car, pulling out a little bit, and then pulling back in, straightening up my space. I've had niggas do that. That pisses me the hell off. I'm like, oh, God. And I'm like, but like you sitting in your car thinking you ain't letting us thing believe you're going to come out the car. Get right there. That's why I do it. I, I only do it to the gangster people, man. I, if you polite about the spot, man, I'll try to hurry up and get out the car. Like, I'll... I turn into a house slave. I'm like, oh, I got you right here, boss. Coming on up. I'm, I'm but but whenever it's like, but whenever it's somebody like, give me your spot, nigga, I'll be like, uh-uh. My rebellion is kicking up. Your <laughs> power came out. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, if I see like, uh, especially if I see an old uh, couple that all the older couple that all the uh, handicapped spots going, I get like right there by it. I'm like, okay, stop right there, come get this. One. And then I see a nigga racing up. I'm like, oh no. And I, I intentionally. Come out where they can't get the spot, so I make sure to cover by. Yes, I feel you on that. And you know what? One time this old man did this to me. He better be glad his ass was old, and I almost tripped him in his walker. I had been waiting for a space. I waited there. The dude pulled out this old ass man pulled out of nowhere and got in my space. I looked at him like, if your ass wasn't 85 years old, I would get out and beat it. You see me here. <laughs> it pisses me off. I'm sorry. That's yeah, my- I, you know what? I, I look at I went to that to remind me of that scene in Madea. Yes, I do see him sometimes. Only for Madea. That's it, people. When she went and got that dog on uh, forklift and picked that girl Miata up and took out the parking spot. You seen me parking in this spot. You seen that was my spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't help seeing Madea though. You're a black woman. It's in your DNA. So I'm not judging. I don't know. I judge myself. <laughs> On to my next, I can't be laughing. On to my next random thought. What if Twitter and Facebook posted all your thoughts on your wallet? Like as you thinking stuff, it just posted on Twitter and Facebook. I just think of how crazy that would be. People's walls would say, "I'm about to jerk off. I'm about to piss. I'm about to ride the bank. I'm about to cuss this bitch out beside me right now." <laughs> Yeah, they'd be like, I was checking your Facebook status and uh, apparently you're about to cuss me the fuck out. I, I apologize. That actually might be good. That might, like, actually, I would like Twitter better if everyone had to have it and had to post everything. I would like it better that way. That way I could be, I could just check your timeline. I don't even got to talk to your ass. Like, what like, was hey. Thinking, look, what was you thinking 20 minutes ago? Let me go back down. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Okay. I noticed you acting funky at work. Hold on. Let me just check your time. Oh. Oh damn! So he cheating on you? That that is fucked up. That is. Oh, uh, you know what? Turn the report in tomorrow. It's cool. Oh. And then a, and then a poster pop up on my wall like I knew that nigga was cheating. <laughs> 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 I seen him driving your car in the parking lot. Dang, I right? Know. I seen him at the club last night. <laughs> <laughs> I seen him. I was at I was behind him in, at the Walgreens. He was buying them uh, extra large Trojans. I knew. <laughs> I knew something was going on. My uh, next random dog. One day, I think all the dumb people in the world were going to kill all the smart people. Because smart people think and dumb people fight. Mm, Ratchetness will ensue. Yeah. I I thought about that. You know, while y'all off making the nuclear bombs, they whooping y'all asses. So I think one day, (laughs) dumb people going to take over the world. That's kind of (laughs) depressing. But it's happening for eight years. And it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> Seems like the dumber you are, man. It's we, happening. We had that for eight years. And Republicans, then we, Republicans winning back all these seats, though, Toya. 
It's happening. Scare me. The tea party is everywhere. Oh my god. It's scare me. It's just making me go to my Republican side of my body. I'm like, I can't stay over here too long. I can't stay over here. Say something I like. I hate. Say something I hate. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I'm gonna have to hang out with uh Chris. If, if, it, if it comes to it, man, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna hang out with Chris. I'm gonna try to find a way to infiltrate these motherfuckers. And the thing about the tea party that pissed me off, and they never served no damn tea. That's what pissed me off. I come and spread the tea at the tea party. They talk about tea from the. Oh, hold on for a second. Hey, baby, can you give me my tea? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think they talk about that sweet, good South tea either. I oh, think they probably talk about that hot tea. Ugh, with the lemon. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Maybe it's forever now. It's sweet. We believe you. It's sweet. Nah, mm-hmm. yo, your sweetness ain't like my black sweetness. It's, it's not, not the same. No. I need that diabetes sweetness. Yes, sir. I just want diabetic coma, as my friend like to say. I taste your tea. I feel like I need to go check my sugar level. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, next random thought. I think Luigi is going to kill Mario one day. He keeps stealing the shine. Mm, that's a good point. You know, he um his name is on all the games and it took Luigi years to get his own game and that shit sucked. <laughs> plus plus Mario always get the princess, man. They ain't no two princesses in the game. Yes, I mean what 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 when Luigi gonna get some? That's what I'm Luigi saying. Luigi always get the frogs and uh <laughs> what them thing called, the uh mushroom people. <laughs> they always talking to Luigi. Mario be getting the princess, he be getting the he get the dying people. Like we either gonna find out that Luigi is gay, or or maybe he fucking like Toadstool or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I don't know what gender Toadstool is. He's just he's just a mushroom <laughs> with a with a mouth, and that that is not good in these in these streets. No, 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 that's not. The Mario streets is dangerous. Spitballs <laughs> <laughs> out here in this bitch. I know. Uh, on to my next thought is black people and white people. Traded places for a day. I wonder what the world would be. I think the IRS would end up owing the American people money. <laughs> hey, hold on. We don't talk about the IRS. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, that is, that is not sponsored by this pod. Next start. Move on. <laughs> no, I don't need no audit. They they came get my money the, uh, last time. Mm-mm, I don't talk about that. Mm-mm, I'll put it. It ain't that rough in the Twitter streets. I respect you, IRS. If you ever heard this, I respect. Respect you. Yep. It was Karen. It say that again. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! We don't even tell them that. Hey, you think you think IRS got Twitter? <laughs> what? If, what if the IRS? Got... I think they do. I think they do have a Twitter chat. Yo, what if they just send you a DM like, "What's up, nigga"? <laughs> I heard you was out on the Twitter streets. <laughs> you put my shit in the streets, dog. Yeah. That... Okay. What's the what's, what's the last four of your social security number? <laughs> 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 you owe us eight thousand dollars. Wait a minute. Make that. Time. Wait a minute. Now I filed taxes. Mm-hmm. But who who child you claim doing that year? <laughs> uh. <laughs> DM you what what. Where was you at back in 1972? Yeah. What job? I was a sperm in my daddy's sack. I wasn't even born. See, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'm going to charge you tax years for that empty way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my next random thought is that. <laughs> what, if, what if the IRS had like a follow Friday? That shit would suck. Yes, that would. <laughs> follow Friday. It's Patty LaBelle. It's DMA. <laughs> At Wesley Snipes. At Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Follow Nicholas Cage. At Yeah. At Wesley Snipes. 
Oh shit! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. Go ahead, Kay. My bad. Oh uh, yeah, that would be a terrible fall Friday. My next random, my next random thought. We saw the um, roast. Roger was talking about the roast, and I think you should be funny in order to be on the roast. I don't think you should suck. Also, I think you should have a some kind of a personal relationship because when you do it, kind of makes it funnier. Mm-hmm. And I also think that if you bomb like the Situation did, I think. The Sandman should come out to the Waka Flocka music and walk your ass off the stage. <laughs> Yo, the the situation was real bad. I know you hadn't seen it, Toya, but it was so bad. It was one of them, like, it was, like, awkward bad. Kind of like the awkward comedy, like The Office sometimes. Yeah. Like, he looked so stupid, you almost couldn't laugh. I mean, I still laugh. I did, too. But you almost couldn't. Yeah, because yeah, I seen uh, Lonely, Lo- Lonely Love tweeting about it. And she said, uh, some dude died and we get the situation. And she just kept, she was going ham on him. I'm like, wow, it cannot be that bad. And then I see my other friends on Twitter tweeting about, like, it cannot be that bad. Yeah. And then I'm like, it is that bad. I, and I seen it come on, I'm like, uh-uh, I can't do it. I can't do it. I cannot. No, it came on, I, I it was came on the same time that uh, the Ratchet Ball Wives came on. So I had to, you know, which one do I want to see? Do I want to see Ratchetness or see Donald Trump? And of course, Ratchet wins all the time. All the time. All, all the day, time. every day. And Ratchet this is wins out no matter what. The power of Ratchetness is strong, ain't it? It's really like strong. the dark side. Man, what? <laughs> <laughs> My last random thought is that I realized that a lot of y'all out there waste money in like cleaning supplies. My mama taught me like some old school supply, like some old school ways of like keeping the house clean. Like, I like her old school method, you know, instead of using all that, uh, what's the, them scrubbing bubbles. Right. Mm-hmm. I use bleach and water, and every day you bathe, if you spray it in the shower, it will slowly take all the mold and mildew off until your towels are white. Because my mama's towels have been white for years, like mm-hmm. nobody bathes in that bitch, and I just was like, well, mama, I know you shower in here, why ain't you got the issues I have? And she showed me that, and also, everybody spends a lot of that money in cleaning supplies. Buy your ass a 59 cent thing of comment. And just scrub. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have a allergic reaction to comment because it flashes me back to my childhood. <clears throat> yeah, them chores, man. Yeah, it, it get it, yeah, cause you know, I don't think that your mom say go get that comment to clean my tub out. Yo, I always laugh when I hear people talk about my childhood was bad. My dad used to make me do chores. Really? Like, like, um, I hope you were talking about some real chores, like. Go till the back 40. Like, I hope you ain't talking about go clean up the bathroom. That shit ain't no tour. That's called being a kid. That's what I had to do. That's, that's called paying for your, rent and bo- your room and board. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's called eating for the day. Yeah. Oh, you want to clean my tub out? Okay. Go yes. get one piece of chicken and one piece of green. That's it. I never learned how to use a dishwasher till I moved out. And I'm not bullshitting. We had a I didn't know what dishwasher. a dishwasher was until we moved into our house. I didn't know yes. what it was. Nigga, I was the dishwasher. When yes. we Man, when we moved out and got had a dishwasher and shit, I was like, damn, so this is what it's like. And uh, I went back home to for, to visit for something, and my mom and dad was using the damn dishwasher. I was like, this is a bitch. I know. <laughs> I, I, I tell my son, he like, uh, I said, go and wash some dishes. He said, mom, it's a dishwasher now. I said, hold on, boy. Until you 18, you my dishwasher. I wash some dishes. <laughs> no, hey, but I feel like they trained me. They trained me to, to be uh, strong and to survive in these streets. You know, somebody swing on me, I go right to the dishwasher. Wax on, wax off. <laughs> I'm trained. I'm fully and, trained. And then not only that, we go to their house, they always laugh at us. They be like, why y'all use the paper plates? We're like, we don't want to create no dishes. I'm yeah. saying. 
Shoot, I got my keep my sales membership up to date. Yes. <laughs> now before I uh get into the articles real quick, I gotta give a shout out. Uh Nate Dog died. You know, yes. rest in peace, man. They finally got him. Yes. So I, I high blood pressure, hypertension, get the black man every time. Yep. Comparison. Comparison. Soul, soul food is, is is a more solid killer than the people they got pocket big and they'll never oh. catch soul food. No. Mm. It's impossible. It's- it's been it's been killing niggas since 1800s. Yeah, I did not know he had two strokes in the last uh, couple years. And when you Me think either. about it, it makes sense because like a dude like Nate Dog is a is an artist. Like he probably ain't got no health insurance. Like he probably like wait wait what? He was on death row, so he really ain't got no health insurance. <laughs> Should be like, give me your health insurance, nigga. <laughs> Bring him out of the bathroom. You you want health insurance? <laughs> You gonna come to me and talk about health insurance? Now make me a nine o'clock appointment in the morning. <laughs> but I'm having a stroke. Look, boy, you better give me that health insurance back. That's ten dollars a month. <laughs> all right, and then um, that that was that was all. I just wanted to give Nate Dog a shout out, man. Um, oh wait, and I forgot one more thing, man. I gotta give a shout out to Bassy or, or Bossy's or Bossy, how it's really pronounced. But I said Bassy because that's how they be fucking her damn on the show. Um, from uh, blacking it up, mm-hmm. like I was trying to make a joke on Twitter with her, and uh, don't worry, I didn't offend her or anything like that. You know, normally that's how those stories end. But um, I was trying to make a joke with her, and I forgot that she wasn't on the show the day that uh, the guy Joe called in, so I could she wasn't gonna get the reference. Okay. And then I called the dude the wrong name. Like, I just fucked up the joke, man. And I felt so bad because I take my jokes seriously. And so I felt so bad and I was just, I tried to explain it and it was getting, you know, it was devolving into just me telling her why the joke should have been funny. And I, and I, I felt like how those dudes must feel when they try to have sex with a chick and they just come too fast. Because <laughs> I was apologizing. I was, I, was, I was sitting up there like, I normally I, I'm funnier than this. Uh, you know, please just uh, forgive me. You know, maybe that would just don't give up on me. Just give me another chance. And uh, I promise I can, I can do better in the future. You know, I, I didn't eat a lot today. And, uh, you know, I, I normally don't run before uh, I make these jokes. And uh, I, I, I decided that the phrase I'm going to term that is premature ejaculation. Mm. That is copyrighted by Rodimus Prime. Yeah. <laughs> that is when you uh, fuck up the joke and you try, you just feel bad about it. So, Aww. all right, news. Let's do some damn news. Yes, sir. Um, all right, man. So, Toya actually sent me this article on Facebook. Um, apparently, there's a movement called the Sovereign Movement. Mm, mm, mm. Um, and it's growing in the mid south. Um, let's see, Vincent Lanier, and uh, of course this is from Memphis. Uh, he looks like an American, talks like an American, and walks like an American. He was even born here, but the Lanier family uh, believes he's not an American citizen. Oh, Lanier firmly believes he's not an American citizen. What the hell is it in? Uh, instead, Lanier believes he's a sovereign citizen, free of our federal, state, and local laws. Word. A sovereign, yes. According to him, a sovereign is king. Government is subject, but the government has reversed the role and made itself look the king and the sovereign as subject. Now, that sounds crazy to me. You know, I, you know, I recognize crazy. Well, serve this king your ass in jail. 
Uh, yes, um, we're getting to that. Uh, Summers like Lanier say it all starts with your birth certificate. They claim with that document the government uses you as collateral on government debt. The government uses every aspect of our lives to draw funds for its debt. Uh, depending on which sovereign you talk to, each person is worth hundreds or th- of thousands of dollars. Sovereigns want to claim the money they're worth. Sovereigns want want <laughs> sovereigns want back payment that the government has took. But we're talking about the ultimate case of identity theft here. Uh, many people like Lanier learn about sovereign movement behind bars. <laughs> come on, come on. Do they even need to say that? Of course, that's where you're learning this shit. Uh, he says here. I spent some time in and out of prison. A lot of information comes through the prison system, especially from federal inmates who get a chance to do a lot of reading. (laughs) Wow. So this is like some shit they learn about in prison and then they just decide like, yo man, I found a loophole in the law. None of this shit applies to us. When I get out, I'm just going to say I'm a sovereign king. And that's how I'm rolling. In Memphis. Yeah. Uh, now what, I, what here's what I don't get though like they say homeboy was just going around like taking people trying to take people's property oh no it, it gets ratcheted by the commentary okay there's a video clip that goes along with it everybody so uh, I put the clip on the site and then let people check that out uh, cause I can't play it through Skype right now but like from the outtakes he says this ain't the only homes I'm gonna take yeah. I'm about to take over everything I can. Nigga, I will shoot you. You come here talking about this shit is yours. Now I don't went to work every day and pay for my shit. And so you would think shit. that the homes they're taking is being the lower, lower income areas. Oh no, they ratchet is going up to the big houses. They going for the two hundred thousand dollar houses. Oh no, you did on people with money. Oh, they yeah, oh, they about they to stop on oh, this shit. They, oh, oh no, it's been going on for years. They just started doing it recently. What they do is they go downtown and quit deed somebody's house. And uh, what they do is uh, somebody file behind paying their taxes to the city. The city can uh, say, well, you ain't paid your taxes. Somebody else can come in and pay them and take your house. Mm. So what they do, they quit deed and they go in and change the people locks in their house. They come home one day, their locks is changing their house. Damn. So then the people get finally get into their house, come back, show the paperwork that it's their house. They're up to date on it because, you know, when you pay mortgage, some, some places, you know, pay one big and they pay their taxes a part of their mortgage. So apparently sometimes the, the, the mortgage company be late sending their property taxes off. Mm. So that's how they work. That's that's a, that's an undercover game that, you know, mortgage companies get away with. So what they do is they're going down and say, well, they pay their property taxes in a year. But no and behold, the mortgage company pays for all in one lump sum. Wow. So they go in, pay their property taxes, say that they house, quit deed the house over to them, change the people locks, and then that's it. So what they do is the people get the house back after a couple of months. Then they go right back down there and they're kicking the folks' door. They kick in these people's door, change their locks again. Mm. Are you serious? Serious. Change their locks again and quit deed the house back to themselves. How is this legal? It, it's all about the property tax. No, I mean, why don't they get on these companies and tell them, y'all need to send us this fucking money? If you don't, if you, it's like anything, if you don't pay attention to it, who gonna, who gonna, who gonna say anything about it? It's true. Man, all I and know is... so bad about it is one of the dudes that was... Uh, if you look... I don't know if Karen seen the video or not. The dude with the goatee on it. I went to school with him. And my mom, she works downtown. Uh, well, she works at the county penal farm. And the Lanier dude, he's in jail right now on some rape charges. 
Jail Power, Jailhouse PhD, who he rolling in it, and he's in jail right now, but because he's sovereign, so he don't he feels like he don't uh, the system don't uh, he don't he don't answer nobody, but it's said he's his judge, jury, and executioner. Now, wow. now, do you feel like maybe you should have got with dude because he had all these business plans and now he's living in a mansion? Back in the day, you could have you know got with him then, you know stayed with him through the prison years, and now you'll be balling, G. Man, he still stay on standard. Oh, man, never mind. Man. <laughs> uh, okay, here's another article. For, for millionaires, wealthy is 7.5 million. How much does it... I'm already point five. <clears throat> 7.5. Uh, how much does it? How does it? How much does it take to feel wealthy these days? For many millionaires, it's about seven point five million dollars. Wealth is relative, and to some extent, the more you have, the more you realize how much more you need. Uh, said Sanjeev Merchandani, president of National Financial, Financial, uh, <clears throat> a subsidiary of Boston-based Fidelity that provides clearing and custody services with broker deals in an interview before the survey is released today. More than a thousand households survey had an average of 3.5 million in investable assets. About 42% said they didn't feel wealthy. 3.5 million dollars? You don't fit? You give me a hundred thousand? I think I'm big balling? What the hell? <laughs> you give me 70,000? I'm thinking balling. I'm cheap. Yeah. I, I can make that stretch. They said uh, they would need 7.5 million to feel rich. 58% of the respondents who said they do feel wealthy were younger on average and have a greater number of remaining years in the workforce. A 65-year-old millionaire is looking at the potentially the loss of a paycheck as they retire and 30 years of retirement with inflation on the horizon. So they will go, well, 3.5 million, 4 million isn't what I thought it would be. I'd like to have more. What? Hmm? Well, I guess that's why the rich get richer. I mean, they always want more, but you know, damn, that's just that's just crazy that you really be sitting up there like, man, I'm broke, man. Like, hey, dog, you trying to go out, man? You know, I ain't got it. I'm only on like five mil right now, man. I gotta get to seven point five so I can feel like I did something. You know what? That that reminds me of that Simpson episode when uh, what's the boss name, Mister Burns? Mm-hmm. He he wasn't a billionaire anymore. Because he missed about what a hundred thousand dollars, so they kicked him over to the uh, millionaire side. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, really? If you just if I, I take the point five, that's a half million dollars. You know what I can do with half a million dollars? I will be making it rain on them bitches every day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? With a hundred million dollars, I might make it rain on regular ass people. Like not even yeah. like I don't even know if strippers would do it for me anymore. Like I would I would go to people normal jobs and make them strip. Man, what, ah, like, what's, up? Ah. what's up, girl? What are you What are you doing here? Oh, you know I work in AP. Well, um, how about we make it rain up in here? Let's get it started right now at uh Sherwin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, what What are you doing breaking out this tip drill now? Do it, bitch. Do it. Yes, yeah, do it. Get on the floor. <laughs> I turn what do you want me to do? Whatever this money can make you do. Watch it, watch it, watch it. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this dude went to the DMV and shut that shit down. I know, right? He went in with a boom box and T-Pain and, and they <laughs> shut the shit down. Um, uh, yeah, Not to be out there. Say what, baby? I was like, they had that shit jumping out the club. Hell yeah. Uh, Not to be outdone by men. You know, I understand we have two women on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And if you'll remember a story about a man hiding various items up his 
butthole. Oh, God. A buttocks? Yes, and then he was eventually found out. Well, yes. women Why said... He gave riding a bike a whole new meaning. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> well, it, you know, in all, you know, we are a equal opportunity podcast. Mm-hmm. He riding dirty. That's a whole new meaning to riding dirty. <laughs> <laughs> my bike clean, but my ass dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, so yep. you riding dirty, my ass riding dirty. <laughs> <laughs> he riding hard. That's what he doing. So this lady's, uh, well, after crashing her car Sunday, police said a Scranton woman, uh, shout out to uh, the office, uh, suspected of burglarizing the Dunmore Inn, was found to have a sizable stash of drugs and money hidden in an unlikely location. Oh God! Oh, mm, yes, unlikely. According to a criminal complaint, Dunmore Police Officer Anthony Kali asked the Scranton Police Officer Nancy Bowman to detain Karen McCollinaz. I'm not pronounce that. Who's twenty uh twenty seven and they give her address. Why she had to be a Karen though? Damn. Now they I spell know. it differently at least. Yeah. Uh, at the scene of the crash, uh, North Seventh Avenue off ramp Sunday. Uh, off, off ramp Sunday evening. Uh, after her car was towed, Mrs. Uh, well, Karen. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know why she got that name like that. Was ready to leave the scene of the crash when Officer Khalid contacted Officer Bowman and asked for Miss, uh, Karen to be detained because she was suspected of stealing items from the inn. Oh. So after they searched her for weapons, they found three bags of heroin in her jacket. Oh, oh, that sounds like bedtime. Oh, yeah. ah, man, yeah. three bags. Ooh, oh. she was about that life. Uh, yes, she, she was about that life. <laughs> <laughs> like I need a couple extra bags in case you know mine. Like they said in Cocaine Cowboys, you don't keep the drugs and money together because it's two whole new charges. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes. Now you traffic it. Uh, but as the officer drove uh, her to Scranton Police Headquarters to charge her for drug possession, she noticed that uh, Karen was fidgeting in the back seat of the cruiser. So at, after a struggle with the officer during a more thorough search at headquarters, uh, Karen asked to speak with Sergeant Michael Mayer and told him she had hidden more heroin in her vagina. Oh, Damn. Yes. I guess Coochie need to get high too. I give a whole new meaning of sunshine. Oh, yeah, yeah do. I, I, I guess that's a quick way to get high, ain't it? She yeah. had that. She had that smack in a snatch. Yes. Oh, so uh, they 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 did a search with a doctor at the community medical center and turned up fifty four bags of heroin. <gasps> fifty four. Oh, thirty one empty bags used to, a used package of heroin. 8.5 prescription pills and $51.22. Oh, she trafficking. She trafficking. Oh my god. Wait How a minute. How big is her coochie? Why the 22 cents? Why the 22 cents? Why are you putting change in the JJ? Why can't we just throw old? She, she, she said, hold on, wait a minute. How much, how much was it back? $4.22? Okay, hold on. <laughs> Hold on, I got you. Hold on. Oh god. I got you. I got your oh, tip yeah. right here. I got your Wait tip. Right here. <laughs> I, guess, I guess she was like, "Well, I had a damn ten pound baby. This bitch can fit anything in it." Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh. I do wonder why women don't do that more though. I mean, because I always yeah. see women with purses, and I'll be like, "Isn't that redundant?" Why don't you stick it up there? Why don't you yeah. stick it up, JJ? Why don't you just you you got a, the God gave you a natural purse. 
Take your lips and everything. Yeah. <laughs> you just close it back, like yeah, like with change first and squeeze. Yeah, just yeah. close back and squeeze yeah. shut, man. It's yeah. automatic. Um, and you can push it, push stuff in and out. She was she was charged <laughs> with possession uh, to it with intent to deliver. And deliver, I bet she was. <laughs> <laughs> she was delivering all right. Yeah, it was a different type of delivery. Yes, it was. The doctor's like, oh, it's a healthy sack of heroin. What the hell? She got it there before nine a.m. <laughs> but I here's your newborn sack of heroin. Would you like to hold on to it? Yeah, you're a proud mother of a controlled substance. How would you like to cut this up? Baking soda. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, um, there was a, and this this is just sad. Uh, there's a pedophile ring that they busted that was spanning the globe and had over seventy thousand perverts in thirty countries. Ooh, a lot of people like them young girls, don't they? Oh, uh, shit. Well, yo, boys, I don't know. Well, I don't know. 70,000 countries? 70,000 in 30 countries. Ooh. It's a lot of math that's not going right. Wow. <laughs> Uh, police around the globe smashed an international pedophile ring, the largest ever by law enforcement. As many of, as 70,000 people in 30 countries appear to be involved in a horrific network of abuse. Um, authorities said 184 suspects were arrested and 230 victims were rescued in a three-year investigation. Damn. Wow. It's the largest online pedophile network in the world. Well, oh, so they was actually... Taking the kids away? Yeah, filming them and stuff like that, it oh. sounds like. Uh, they were busted on a forum called boylover.net based in Amsterdam. Oh. Um, Let me take that off the list. Yeah. Uh, investigation wow. dubbed Operation Rescue rounded up suspects, including police officers, youth leaders, and teachers ranging in age from 17 to 82. Teachers? Damn. Teachers. Teachers. Yes. There's teachers that are 17? Man. Uh, one Spayer who worked at summer youth camps is suspected of abusing some 100 children over five years. Uh, undercover investigators infiltrated the network and discovered members trafficking in disturbing images and videos of children being abused. When the Dutch administrator of the forum was arrested, he helped authorities untangle the site's complex encryption measures, enabling them to identify other members. I bet he did. Of course, yeah, you know, he was snitching like a motherfucker. He, he went out with all snitching possibilities. Look here. <laughs> so I won't be Jimmy's bitch. I'm going to let you know how this goes. And that again. Yeah, like, can I just get solitary confinement? Because you know when they found out I was over this shit, I'm done on these prison streets. Yeah, I am about to be Hakeem's personal escort. <laughs> Yo, and it says here they not they haven't even caught them all, and the police are like those who have been members of the site can expect a knock on the door in the very near future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who is it? Hold on one second, please. Uh, let me just uh, shut my computer wow. down and uh, let me zip up right quick. Yeah, wow. let me throw this in some water. Well, I tell you one thing, they must have had some hellified um. Inscription, cause that dude had to tell them how to access that shit. Yes. Yeah, them them pedophiles be on that super government computer encryption stuff. They mm, that network that it, it's. I watch enough of Law and Order SVU. No, they be on that super government encryption stuff. They be they be high five. They be talking about I hand uh, uh, I hand down some complicated. Shh. Yes. None of them pedophiles have complicated hand down. <laughs> they, they be taking that thing to the super hand down level. <laughs> Yo, man, they walk among us. Like, that's crazy. 70,000 people. Um, let's see. Speaking of uh, living with crazy. 
a, a man allegedly took his girlfriend hostage and threatened another woman with a knife uh, at East County home uh, prompting a five hour SWAT standoff that ended with his arrest um, that's one thing I never want to be involved in any sort of SWAT standoff Nah, please give SWAT me. always win because they on their bullet ball extreme. Yeah, you can't beat SWAT. They got bullets and they got all kinds Tazers. of balls. They got they the good yeah. They don't give a fuck. They, I've never seen anyone beat SWAT. Who are these people that have a like? What is the five hour standoff? Are you like, man? Let me just cook me a last steak. Yeah. It's, it's like the people with Chris Hansen that just don't want to leave yet. Yeah, and and you know the SWAT, the SWAT so bad. Their initials stand for Swing What at Them Niggas. <laughs> That's how bad SWAT is. What, what else we got? Go so get so the stuff. So I see the SWAT truck pull up. Look, mm-mm, y'all win, y'all win. Yeah, yes, the SWAT, you the win. snipers. Like I've never, like in movies. That's, I mean, I know it's a movie cliche, but that's one scene I never buy. Is SWAT pulls up and then the dude is like, SWAT, listen up, coppers. Like, mm. nah, bro, that's not how it goes. It goes SWAT. Oh shit, man, we ain't getting out of here. Like, I, I know they got the gun on me. I know it. <laughs> Hey, come on. Well, I, I can attest for SWAT fortitude. Um, y'all remember y'all y'all ever watched the show First Forty Eight? Yes, mm-hmm. of course. Okay, when you do you uh, when they were still in Memphis, you remember when they did the Lester family massacre stuff? Yeah. Okay, the neighborhood that they went into where they kicked in the door. That, that's usually that's where I grew up in the village, Goodwill Village in North Memphis. That's where I grew up in. Now, one time they came in like this when I was a kid. They kicked in the wrong door. It was two doors down from us. They kicked in the wrong door. Now this is like doing the this is when crack first exploded. Mm-hmm. They kicked in the wrong door and they scared me. I went outside with my hands in the air. I was twelve years old, like, hey, I ain't do it. Mm-hmm. It was me. And they like, what are you doing? They yelling at me. I'm like, I got on the ground. I was sleeping, I came outside with my hands up. Like I ain't do nothing. Yeah, I feel you, man. Swat is not to be fucked with. They got guns and shit and they don't they they don't mind catching a body. It's part of the job description. That's right. Um, legal killers. So, yes. so they called nine one one at the five a.m. Uh, to report that the man was acting crazy and threatening to kill her and any cops who showed after, up. After five a.m. Yep. So what happened before five a.m.? Like, are you up that early? Or are you up that late? That's what I like to know. <laughs> I know. Did you wake up early, crazy? Well, are you on you? that five to twelve shift or what? What are you? <laughs> I need to know when the alarm is set around yeah, y'all's career. You're doing morning and afternoon and midnight shift. What shift you work? <laughs> uh, the deputy tried to contact the man, um, identified as 31-year-old Sean Evervalo. Uh He refused to come outside and stayed retreating to an upstairs bedroom and locking himself inside along with his girlfriend. A half hour later, the man still hold up, ignored offers to uh, orders to surrender. Uh, they send in special weapons to attack the squad along with crisis negotiators. Uh, this happened, they basically continued till 1040 and then they entered, they breached the bedroom and arrested dude. Um, and they found the woman was unharmed and recovered the knife that he had used, uh, and had been brandishing. Uh, he had lived at the residence with his girlfriend until last week when he was arrested on suspicion of threatening the other female roommate. So basically, man, that's like that 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 scene in um, "What's Love Got to Do with It," with the eat the cake scene. Mm-hmm. Well, I hit the other chick, and, and she look at Tina and get hit her with that ether. Where she be like, "He ain't got to hit me but once," and walk the fuck out. 
right. I love that scene, by the way. You ain't got to hit me but one time. <laughs> she got the fuck. She's like, you can stay in for these ass whoopers if you want to. I but am out. I am one and done. Call me Kyrie Irving. I'm out this bitch. Yeah, um, you gotta hit me, but damn again, you ain't gotta worry about that. Right. Damn again, I'm not coming for the two piece. Uh, speaking mm-hmm. of, uh, speaking of um, this, you know, being out. Uh, Illinois hospital worker steals rings off of courts to pay cable bill. <laughs> wow, he is doing the most. <laughs> Yo, seriously, man. This is so fuck. Uh, prosecutors will- on that super direct TV page because I be struggling every time. Nigga, like the league pass is running out. The season's just Man. getting hot. Her NFL ticket bill must have scared the hell out of her boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dude. It's a dude. Um, there's a hospital ticket package must have kicked his ass. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, it's gonna be a lockout. I can't keep fucking with these prices. Um. Prosecutors released Wednesday that a hospital worker who was in dire need of money in order to pay off a cable bill admitted to stealing two rings off the fingers of a dead woman he was taken to the morgue. Fre- wow. Wow. Uh, Frederick Tapley, who worked at Advocate Good Samaritan Hospital, uh, snatched an engagement and a wedding ring from a deceased 72-year-old woman back in July. Wow. Uh, according to the, to the uh, complaint, uh, attorney Mary Cronlin, the 37-year-old hospital employee, stole the rings, then pawned them. Uh, Tapley told investigators that he was in dire need of money in order to settle a mounting cable bill debt. Uh, they told he told NFL tickets. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, his attorney, Cronin, uh, told the judge at Tapley's trial on Wednesday that at the funeral of the deceased woman, a family member noticed the rings were missing and immediately notified authorities. Oh, so he's just like the Scooby Doo villains. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't want to got away with it, too. If it, it wasn't, wasn't for the wretched family members of yours. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for you trying to jump in the grave with her, talking about take me too, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> they probably like they probably like everybody else. Mm, where them rings at? I think I'm gonna go ahead and take them with me. She don't need them no more. She promised me them rings. She promised me them rings. Y'all seen Granny's rings? She promised them to me. Now I gave y'all the house, but them damn rings is mine. It's the only way I'm gonna find a man. I'm a black woman, and this is a Tyler Perry movie. I can't find a man. It's the only way I'm gonna get a ring. Uh, law and order SV, uh, Law and order criminal intent. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, this is a terrible article. Um, a man had surgery to reattach his testicles. Oh, after, oh, that none of that hurt. Oh, after after his girlfriend allegedly bit them off. Oh, I realized what that, that hurt. Did he do to her? Maybe oh. I don't know. Well, Maybe I mean, he, uh, I, mean, I smell crazy. Ooh, you think he tried to dunk on her? Oh, uh, she's yeah. like, uh, uh-uh, uh, Blake Griffin. Uh-uh. Oh, she was like, you will not be coming on my face. Take this, nigga. <laughs> I just got my hair done. That's oh, right. Well, in all fairness, I mean, she did just get her hair done, Your Honor. Uh, not guilty. Um, Maria Georgina Top, 43. 40. Maria Georgina. Now, look, 43, you've been around some dicks. This is not how you behave. This is new. This is this not is, new dick to you. This no. is not new. This is not shocking. No, no yeah, you're not being introduced to, to new sexual things at 43. You know what to do with that. You know you're not supposed to do that. No. Um, they say put it in your mouth. They literally mean don't put it in your mouth. Yeah, don't 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 keep it. Like this. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, don't bite the dick that feeds you. you know? and, it, it don't, and it's not yours forever. You, it's, when you suck a dick, you're borrowing it. Okay? You give that back. Uh, she, um, 
uh her boyfriend martin douglas uh was 45 he had to down 999 for an ambulance but was in so much pain it was difficult for operators to understand what he was saying i bet you he <laughs> Come on, damn. Ah! this bitch bit my nuts oh my nuts, my nuts. <laughs> quick quick <laughs> <laughs> like i know y'all niggas see me y'all record this just get your asses here. Oh, man. He's probably crying like Arsenio in uh, Harlem Nights. Oh, shit. yeah. Quiz! He shot my brother! You up, Quiz? I bet you that shit was like... Put that little shit away. <laughs> I bet you that shit was like that Dave Chappelle skit. When he was talking about when he uh, called 911, how he wanted to record it. Because oh, the shit he'd be oh, saying. Yeah. Yeah. That shit was like that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't y'all ever release that. Yeah. He's like, I can't stop crying. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, man, that. So basically, okay. dude got I bet the you he could stop crying. I'm about to <laughs> fall. I'm crying with him right now. I am. A tear just came down my eye. I am crying with him right now. Yes, it did slowly. I don't have balls, but I understand that it is very sensitive. Well, you know, dude, well, we know who has the balls in that relationship. Yes. All in her mouth. All in her mouth. <laughs> you think he's telling this story to people like, man, I have my balls all in her mouth, dog. You know how I mean, do. literally all in her mouth. Yes. How you have her balls in your mouth? See what happened was. Yeah. I mean, I started to break up with her still. I mean, she was yeah. too freaky. You think you think they was playing some bullet ball extreme and it went a little bit too far? And that she was playing balls extreme. <laughs> you playing balls extreme. Like, yeah. Balls to the wall. She's like, like balls to the wall. She was like, can you suck my balls? She was like, and suck my balls to breathe. Oh. Um, she probably, you know what? She probably uh, uh, deep throw to her. She like, oh, you finna deep throw me? Oh, okay, hold on, watch it. <laughs> I done told you about waking me up with this tea bag shit. I told you. That's a movement. That's not what goes in our house. It is a movement. Not movement move my head down there. That is a movement of political consequences. Yeah. Now look at I got your balls all in my mouth. See, how does it feel? How does it feel? I bet she's like, nigga, this is the fifth time you done woke me up with your balls in my face. I'm tired of this. Well, the self-employed DJ Martin needed emergency surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to hire a man with no balls? I mean, I wouldn't. Uh, me either. He needed emergency surgery after the incident in Newcastle and spent days recovering from his injuries to his genitals and an arm. <laughs> what did she, what the, what did she do? Why oh, 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 you got it so fast? Okay, so I told you it was that deep throat. I told you it was that she deep throat. She went for <laughs> everything. She's like, I want the arm too, nigga. You um, this the arm you pushed my head down with? Okay, we got you. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna eat this motherfucker no more either. Mm. I wonder if she put hot sauce on that shit. <laughs> she put him in a pot. Uh, a court granted her bail on condition she did not enter the city or approach Martin or suck any balls. Uh, <laughs> at around at around 4 a.m. on Friday, February 18th, police were called to report it of the assault. Officers arrested a 43-year-old woman on suspicion of assault. She got like blood around her mouth. Of course she did it. Same fucking same Twilight. A 45-year-old man was taken to the Freeman Hospital for treatment for injuries to his arm and groin area. Uh, police have since charged Maria Georgina Top 43 with causing uh, GBH, which is great bodily harm. And and of course, I'm sure uh, Martin's new favorite um, 
uh, athlete is Lance Armstrong. Uh, police! <laughs> Chicken Shack burglars busted in store t-shirts. Oh, and, 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 and yes. Mm-hmm. These niggas. Uh, I'm sending you a picture of them. Uh, Lakeland police have a dinner. Of course, Florida. Uh, <laughs> and police in Lakeland didn't have to look very hard for very or very long for a couple of men suspected of robbing a chicken shack. Tuesday morning, officers Tony Williams and David Kaiser responded to reports of a burglary at the chicken shack. Uh, where police showed up, they found the business had been robbed of T-shirts, beer, and other property. And they say this is our chicken and beer. Damn, what kind of price is this? The rat? Is Ludacris the owner of this bitch? This the Ratchet Shack. Hold on, this dude right here with the twist in his head, hide in the muff. Like, and this one right here look like this is my six mug shot, so I'm gonna be ready for this one. <laughs> he had his he's like, I got my I don't trim my mustache up. The dude that looked high though, man, he really looked like I just wanted some chicken, man. You told me <laughs> man from the fifth post. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would say we was just gonna get some chicken. That's all I wanted. Oh hit, hit. some chicken. I just want me a two piece. The breast and some thighs, man. I just want some dog meat. <laughs> I just want the biscuit. I just want some dirty rice. Oh, yeah, I thought that the biscuit is good. I thought I thought you said we we're going to Bojangles, not Chicken Shack, man. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't even robbed a good chicken place. Uh, a witness who called in the burglary also reported seeing two men running from the store and was able to give a description of the men. A short time later, not very far apart, far away, officers spotted, and this is the saddest part of the story: thirty-five-year-old Chad Berrien. And 31-year-old Ricky White. Y'all niggas are too old to be robbing the chicken shack for t-shirts and beer. What are y'all like? Okay, he got him a wife beater, if I'm not mistaken, right? That, that yeah. dude looks like a wife beater. Okay, Florida is the king of wife beating shirts. Okay, we're going to establish that right there. I thought Memphis was king of something, but now Florida got us again. They got you, man. They got uh-huh. us. And, okay, he's 35. <clears throat> What the fuck your grown ass is doing <laughs> robbing? Nigga, you, you, you ain't about that life no more. <laughs> you got, you on 30, you probably got kids and shit. What are you doing, dad? You he, still he got kids. He probably robbed the chicken shack to go put on his child support. Come on. You know that. <laughs> he put the gun at them like, yo, nigga, and give me them t-shirts too, dog. What is it? What is it? No, double X. I need double three accent. T, nigga. Three T. You heard me say three T, motherfucker. Three T. The chicken... The chicken shacks sound like they got the tall tees too, don't they? <laughs> like, oh yeah, we got the white tees. You want the white tees or you want the? Okay, yeah, we got Look, those. My, ba- my baby, my baby came wear this. I said three T, three T, do you, nigga, three T. <laughs> All we got is a two T. What? You got a four T back there? Ah, right, I take four T. Oh, <laughs> uh, they said that. Four T's. Uh, my daddy got arrested because he got robbed at Chicken Shack. Could you yeah. imagine this? His kids probably sitting up there like, Daddy was bringing me home Chicken Shack shirts. <laughs> and got, got stopped by the cop. What, what, what your, what, you know, his the baby mom. Where your sorry ass daddy at? He said he was going to Chicken Shack, mama. <laughs> <laughs> they said, they said, uh, they, they got caught. Five. They got caught wearing the t-shirts. And have more in a bag, and they also had some of the some of the stolen beer, except for what they had already drank. Wow! Yeah. Breaking, breaking news at five. Locals robbed chicken shack. Dad, come on, <laughs> dad on TV. <laughs> yeah, I, I 
I'm not gonna read the whole story, but this racist TSA worker was robbing the Japanese tourists, <gasps> and they had to do a uh, by taking money out of their wallets and stuff when they went through the screening. So they had to do a sting on her with an Asian looking uh, undercover officer. They put 13 marked $100 bills in the wallet that they put in the Hello Kitty bag. Hey, racist. And yeah, that, that was Hello racist. Hello Kitty big over there, though. Yeah. But, uh, that, was just, that was just so racist, though. <laughs> they don't have Jansport there. Okay? Anime only, please. Anyway, so... She went into uh she went into the Hello Kitty bag and pulled out the Dragon Ball Z wallet and took and took some of well the wallet wasn't Dragon Ball Z. But oh they she took Goku like that. Now what's what's the what's what's the the one uh what's name is Trunks mama? I gotta rob her like that. You gotta do G like that. And so they took uh they took uh they took so she took two hundred dollars out of the thirteen hundred and then they came and got why y'all trying to be like yeah, crazy man, crazy. Um, and then uh, the story that I really want to uh, oh wait, there's two of them. I'm sorry. There's one story, and I'll do this one quick too. Man stopped for speeding, leaves son behind, eighty thousand dollars, and seven pounds of pie. Oh, hold on, wait a minute. Oh. Don't, don't waste Mother Earth like that. Mother Earth did not do nothing to you. $80,000. A man pulled over for speeding in Milton, ran from the police, leaving his crying six year old oh. son. Seven- Milton? Milton! Milton! <laughs> Milton! Milton! <laughs> Seven pounds of marijuana <laughs> and 80000 in vacuum sealed packages. Uh, $80,000 in vacuum sealed pa- passengers in his Dodge Charger. The suspect, Monroe Labu, is 28. Uh, he did try unsuccessfully to carjack two residents of the Morris Lake subdivision, police said. Officers used tracking dogs to catch LeBeau. I'm sorry, he got Gambit's last name. LeBeau in the subdivision. He was bitten twice by a canine unit, but declined medical attention. Uh, the wild incident began Tuesday night on Deerfield Parkway when an officer clocked LeBeau driving 49 miles an hour, 15 over the speed limit. Uh, man, you rolling with all this weight? And you see, you not listen to Jay Z? God! First oh, of all, you listen to Waka Flocka, that's what they were. First of all, why you ain't got a white girl driving the car and you drive the deep car? I don't know what he was. I'm giving. I'm, you know what? I'm selling. I'm giving. I'm giving the game away. It's supposed to be sold. Um, you don't. You don't <laughs> put the white on you. You. Oh. Where is your white girl, sir? I'm saying. <laughs> you go through speeding. They pull you over. She's straight. But um, anyway, yeah. um, she gotta have a negotiator. Come on, man. And he's gonna let her go. Yeah, they ain't even gonna pull her over. She just keeps going. Oh, you know she does. Um, let's see here. Uh, so yeah, so uh, they can smell a strong odor of marijuana coming from inside the vehicle. They asked him to step to the back of the car while it was searched, and then he just took off down the road. Um, dumb. And then he ran from his vehicle towards Morris Lake. He left his six-year-old son in the back seat of the car unattended. The child was not wearing a seatbelt, and the door to the vehicle was left open toward traffic. The child was visibly upset and crying. God damn. damn he don't give a shit about his baby, do it? Uh, he also left a backpack containing several vacuum sealed bags of marijuana, another backpack with loose bags of marijuana, and a third backpack with two vacuum sealed packages. The packages each contained forty thousand dollars in cash. Damn, dog. He thought he was. And his baby mama. See, that's why I don't let that nigga come see his son right there. <laughs> <laughs> and this was his 
weekend to watch my That's son. Like, I was man, I was me and my girls was going to the show. We had got our ratchetness together, and oh my god, see, <laughs> oh. I you thought he was, he thought he was big niche. I know, I turned on 11 o'clock news. I know, I turned on 11 o'clock news. I gotta watch my damn baby crying on a freeway. What the hell is this? Damn, man, he was about, he was about that life. Yes, he was serious about that life. Now, this one gave me a tickle. Um, a former San Francisco Department of Public Health employee has been accused of insurance fraud. Uh, Emily Hagner, also known as Emily Everett, 34, was employed at the healthcare, as a healthcare worker at Laguna Hospital. Um, Hagner claimed she had injured her lower back, hip, and wrist while on the job. Between July 7th, uh, July 2007 and September 2010, Hagner reported pain and difficulty walking during her medical evaluations and treatments, according to the DA's office. She also allegedly claimed she needed to use a cane and wrist splint as a result of her work injuries. However, prosecutors alleged that she competed in a seven-mile portion of the Muir, Muir Woods Marathon in April 2008. Damn. She, she was she ran seven miles, but she had wood, a, a splint. <laughs> she said she needed a cane, like crutches, or a splint on her wrist. And she couldn't work, but somehow she can run seven, seven miles in marathons. Uh, mm. See, this makes you upset because there are people that really get hurt. They said she. This, this is where you know she's off the chain. She visited her physician six days after the marathon using a cane and requesting a handicap placard. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> she got him good, didn't she? Oh, she said, "Y'all, y'all want to talk about that Obamacare? Let me show you how to work that Obamacare." Oh, oh you know, hold up, wait a minute, wait a minute. <clears throat> Let me prepare for my RNC. See, this is what happens when you get that Obamacare. See, look at this. Look at this. Listen to the story, people, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to the story. When you try to do right by them. They do some stuff like this. Is this see, Ladies and gentlemen of America, this is this. This is what Obamacare does for you. Misusing the system. We got to get rid of this Obamacare. Thank you. <laughs> These entitlement programs are killing America. Um, but yeah, man. So she uh, appeared in court on Thursday. She was arraigned on 10 felony charges. Five counts of working work compensation, uh, workers' compensation insurance fraud, one count of preparing false documents, three counts of insurance fraud, and one count of grand theft. That's uh, all three uh, times right there. Yep. Oh. And charges carry a maximum sentence of nine years and eight months in state prison, plus payment of restitution. Uh, her bail set at $120,000. She is done on these streets. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. See, that story right there gonna get me at the RNC. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this is back in place. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got. I will talk to Chris, man. Y'all gonna tear that motherfucker down. Y'all gonna all be up on some white women's that week. Man, why do you have a short haircut? Well, <laughs> <laughs> next question. <laughs> I. I went through a very strong period in my life, and I said, you know what? With this Obamacare, I said, I'm going to shave off the man, and I'm going to start all over again. And I'm telling you, man, listen. If you go down there with Chris, two black Republicans, one, a homosexual, y'all motherfuckers will be giving the speech with it to open up the fucking, to close the rally. I guarantee yes. it. 
They need co-signers. Do you understand that? You fit two demographics. You could be. You could be. I would be the black law. Black uh, with law Republicans. Yes. <laughs> you could be the shit down there. Now it would only be one of you, but you would still be the Thank shit you. down there in the parts. <laughs> and I would see so many tight grips on a person. Wallace that I never. I've, oh. <laughs> Oh shit! All right, man. Well, look, this has been another episode of the Black Guy Tips Podcast. R S C. R S C. Our guest that uh, also is a lover of the ratchet was Toya, um, and you can follow her on Twitter. She's at Mecca Taz, which is M I C A L T A Z, like zebra. And uh, of course, I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is in DAT. And don't forget, email the show to blackoutters at gmail.com. Uh, you can call the show 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail. We do listen to feedback on Saturday mornings, so we'll be happy to play your voicemails and read your emails and stuff like that. Uh, don't forget to go to theblackouttips.com. Look on the right-hand side. Check out the donation options, man. You know, you can do recurring donations. You can do one-time donations. And, you know, I really appreciate everybody that's donating right now. Yes, thank you, guys. Um, And, uh, of course, I'm going in. I'm putting up old episodes uh, of the podcast. And I'm condensing the ones we already have up there. So you're going to be able to download faster. And and quicker. Yeah. And And I think with them being so small, didn't you say they could do it on 3G? Yeah, you'll be able to do some of the episodes straight through your iPhone instead of having to hook up the Wi-Fi. Yes, sir. So, um, anyway. Uh, I need that. I'm on 4G. <laughs> <laughs> Baller. Um, so, until next time. Love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Oh, yeah. And this episode is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. Also. Get the money. Get yeah. The money. I almost fucked that one up. Uh-uh. Anyway, I love you. We'll, we'll, we'll kiss on that one again. Mwah. Thank God I was the one discovered. So I ride, I lean, I crawl. Do it better than them all. Let the road be my guide. As I glide in candy cars. Underneath the moon and the stars. Yo. My digital dash as I mash on the gad. Don't know where I'm going fast, but I'm going there. Stop at the club, but ever show with some hoes in there. Shaking they ass, looking for players with dough to shell. But that ain't me, though. Before I trick on the pussy, baby, I'm out of the dough. If you were looking for savings, y'all, I'm not your hero. More like a guide, I can take it where you want it to look in my eye like you supposed to. Holding up the froze talking about that pimpin' you already been exposed to. Far from being sober, let's travel into space while puffing on the shoulder. Glowing like a lightsaber, doing what the grown ups do. Be grateful that this game was bestowed upon to you. Those backs that been betrayers and lies don't listen to. Cause they front, but they don't do what I do. Cause they will never help me. So I ride, I lean, I crawl.
Vibe the sweet right quick You take a hit and relax I know you had a long day I'ma turn up the music And you can put the phone away And we can just chill Come over here and grip this wood wheel So I ride, I lean, I crawl It better than them all Let the road I was crushed, grooving, don't need pros, and they was with it, get it, get it, get it, girl, if I hit it, I'ma straight that pussy out to you, can drive a truck up in it, I'm kidding, maybe not, I'm on it like bows and bows, players with alligators.